Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Tell your children not to hear my words, what they mean, what they say, mother. It's been a little while since we've all gathered around the old oak table, but we're back. And uh, I think we're staring episode 90 in the face. We are. Um, big 90. Yeah, big 9-0. And we got a full house. Um, <laughs> thanks to everybody that's been taking care of uh, supporting the show. We're fat, dumb, and happy with a uh, nice dinner in us and a uh, big old long list of show notes. So we're just going to fucking throw her in gear and see where it ends up I like it. hit the gas pedal let jesus take the wheel that's right so um ben i think that might be yours yeah. uh the first note there uh, not sure the uh context or where that came from we got a hot the, take folks hot take being one of the melbourne locals has Instagram is blank on the fly, or blank on fly, I can't remember, Um, and recently posted a story, thanks to so-and-so for my new ultralight setup, nothing beats top water, and pulling a plug across the surface with an ultralight spinning rod, and I was like, can you keep the Instagram handle on the fly if you're pimping spinning gear hmm well um (laughs) (laughs) honestly I don't know who it might be so um I would have to say if a spinning rod falls over in the closet but nobody's there to hear it. Did it make a sound? Mm. No. No. So it's really inconsequential. Um, however, I do admit that uh, I curate my feed. If I so much as see a spinning rod on the boat, under the gunnel, wherever, on an Instagram post, um, I will typically mute that person because I want, um, you know, selfishly, I want to <laughs> see guys that fly fish. Yeah. I want to see what they're up to. That's, that's what, uh, I'm looking at. You're everything wrong with the sport, Larry. You're well. S- such an elitist. It's not that I'm an elitist. It's I know what entertains me. I know. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's, uh, I liken that to. 
you know, I have, I have a girlfriend, you know. No, no you do not. No, no, no. You do no. not. No. Okay. Let me preface this. Let me, let me, this was me trying to make a point. <laughs> Say I'm somebody else and I have a girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay. And I go out on the weekend and I get drunk and, you know, take a dude home. <laughs> okay. Can I tell my friends I'm straight? No. <laughs> If you dabble in the spin, you ain't on the fly. And that was if you my suck thoughts. a dick, you ain't straight, buddy. There you go. That's it. And I do have a fiance, not a girlfriend. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that covers that topic yeah. Yeah, pretty well. Pretty good. We're in. Um, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with, with, you know, if somebody, if that's how they want to fish, they, you know, that's how they want to fish. Um, it's just not who I fish with or hang out with for the most part. There you go. I mean, if you spin fish and you're just <clears throat> open about it and say, hey, man, you know, I, I just don't really fly fish that much, but, you know, I, I like hanging out and I cook really good barbecue and, you know, oh. then I'll, I, I'm like, hey, pass. Come on. Come on over, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're owning it, too. They're not trying to say yeah. that there's something that they're not. Right. It's And the weird thing is, like, to say there's something that they're not. Like, it's not that. It's just not. I, I haven't used a spinning rod or a plug rod or anything like that in so long. Not it's not relatable. It's just like, right. you know, like, I, I mean, yeah. case in point, I was doing some research on a story that I was writing. And uh, based on an interview, I thought um, that I was talking to somebody that had been fly fishing. And when I went and watched a video that they told me to watch, there wasn't a fly rod even present. Yeesh. And I was like, whoa. You know, I mean, like, you know, it just was weird to me. And, like, so bizarre because, you know, in, I mean, I just, I jumped to the conclusion that, you know, based on the species they were fishing for, where they were doing the yeah. fishing, I mean, it just it, it had to be fly fishing. So it was. I don't even think that they were trying to pass it off as that they were fly fishing. It was just that was immediately where my mind went. Right. And they're like, "Oh yeah, you got to watch the video." And like, I turned on the video and I was like, oh, I like threw up in my mouth a little bit, started fucking hyperventilating. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I mean, I finished. I finished the video because I was like, "There's got to be a point where the fucking fly rod comes out." Please, <laughs> never did, never did. Mm. So, uh, gave that one a fucking thumbs down. There you go. It's mm. like our deep water fishery here, you know. Yeah, that's right. Put the fly rods away, boys. That's right. Grab the sinkers. Get the jig head, baby. Pin that mullet to the bottom. Well, uh, we're off to a stupendous fucking very positive start. I own a couple of spinning rods. That's okay. They're very dusty. Like, 
Like, is an I own a few spinning rods, or I own a spinning rod for couples? I own two, <laughs> two <laughs> spinning rods. Okay. From previous life, before, yeah, yeah, before yeah, I so found I, Lord, I still have went straight. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, at some point, I think Jameson, did you? I think it was you that went through and kind of re-racked all the notes. Um, did I? Yeah, I think so. Someone did something. Somebody did something. And did it, I mess them up? Well, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, this is more of like an announcement, but why not do it now? I know? did not put this in there. Okay. That's why I don't touch I think I I, my own stuff. I want, I want I that will... to be known. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and cover it. So uh, our local fly shop, yep. who we, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek, but really we, we really dig their their vibe, the cut of their jib, whatever you want to say. Uh, Old City is uh, about to celebrate one year of uh, yeah. dutifully serving the fly fishing community here in coastal central Florida, up in uh, St. Augustine, oldest city in uh, Florida, if I'm not mistaken. You are. Some claim that it's You're the right. oldest city in the, the Americas. Yeah. Um, if you don't count all the indigenous cities that existed before, um, those Spanish bastards mm. gave everybody the flu. Lies. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they're going to be holding um, a little celebration all day long, uh, April 8th from 10 in the morning till 6 p.m. Yep. Um, those boys over at Simple Skiffs are going to be around with probably one of their Skiffs, um, simple skiffs. A simple, just just a, just a simple skiff they're bringing. Announcing the simple drift did boat. You, did you see uh, simple drift? Lampson is going to be there. There's going to be, uh, I think, with Lampson, they're sponsoring uh, some kind of casting competition where you can yeah. win a Lampson Ooh. rod and reel setup. Um, Big Lampson guy. There's a. That's what the casting competition's about. Yep. And uh, there's going to be sales on merchandise. So uh, if you're looking to get a deal, looking to go in and congratulate the fellas on uh, putting together a hell of a shop and, you know, really inviting the fly fishing community to treat their shop as their own mm-hmm. living room and front porch, yeah. then by all means, get up there and, and, and do that. Um, I know I plan on it's a Saturday. Uh Swinging through and seeing what's up. So, uh, what about you fellas? Planning on being there. All right. At least swinging through. Yeah. If it's an all-day party, yeah, I can can cut out a couple hours and go head up there and hang out and drink a couple brews. Have a rager. (laughs) I don't even remember when it is. (laughs) It's it's April the 8th. Two Saturdays. Two Saturdays from now. Yeah, two Saturdays. Day before my charter. Yes. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's mm. a it's a mm. big big accomplishment that you know one year in business is a it's a tough milestone to get to. It really is, especially in today's day and age. I'm proud of the guys. They've, they've yeah. Really, well, they've they've really created that that community. When aspect we went of up it. there, yeah, a year ago. Yeah. Um. So congratulations to uh, to you guys. Tip of the cap. We will see you in a couple of weeks and uh, celebrate your success 
there in person. Looking forward to it. Um, Hell yeah. Recent news. Um, St. Patrick's Day was quite the uh, controversial holiday this year. It was. In uh, a very, 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 very small, but uh, very, 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 very vocal on the Instagram minority um, relating to the use of food-grade dye (laughs) in the river, uh, I think in Tampa specifically, um, so I've, I've done some research okay. into the dye used okay. because this was a hot topic in Chicago okay. as well, who's the original originator of dyeing something green, a river that runs yeah. through the middle of the city. Oh, yeah. I've, I've learned something today. I always thought Savannah was the originator of I, dyeing the river green. I don't know. Okay. So I can't say for certain that Savannah did it first. All I know is that Chicago's done They're it known for since, it as well. Yeah. yeah, they're known for it, for sure. Um, and there was upheaval about the dye that they used um, and the dye that they continue to use. And so through pretty intensive research on my part and reading through a number of publications. Uh, and Journals. Articles. and Peer-reviewed. Yeah, studies about the the water quality. The mm-hmm. the dye that's used doesn't affect anything. It's, it's the long and the short of it, but I encourage it, people to it do, does not, do a little uh, bit of research. Does it not interrupt the feeding patterns? Like you you would find fish eating breakfast when they should be eating lunchtime? Well, you know. Lunch <laughs> um, fish, baby. So more than maybe, likely it's food-grade dye that... It's a... Vegetable-based mm. biodegradable dye. One could say food grade. Chlorophyll has it has <laughs> no no effect on water quality. Wow. It does change the color, which could maybe they're dumping blue green algae in there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what someone was. Get me there. some damn baseball hats and get up here now. Yeah. So. You know, and it's funny the the person I just, I, of all things to get like fired up about on the fucking well, Larry, conservation front. The, well, mon- it the was, money's flowing to the conservation groups. The fight is won. The Everglades are saved. The reservoir project's done. There's nothing else to bitch about. We need we need something to complain. I can't be happy. Yeah, can we like new rule? <laughs> um, when you when you win the battle, there's a statutory requirement of 18 months of glee. <laughs> Gallus for everyone. Yes. <laughs> Every six months, we hold a gala to to bask in the glory of what we've Three. accomplished, well, and we're not about uh, we, we, we cannot bitch about anything for we, 18 months. Must have three galas. Must three galas. We hold those galas anyway. We hold these galas to be self-evident. Um, but I'll tell you, the, the, the person that was leading the charge on this one is uh, a guide in the Tampa area who's concerned about Tampa. Mm-hmm. And Selfishly, we're concerned about Mosquito Lagoon. Yeah. Well, so, I, I, be done I, with that. so far, I'm checking the box that that's a, that's a strip set. 
I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, he's looking after the home waters. The problem that I have is the initial comment was I fish this river that they dye green all the time. I launch here. I drive through here. It's, it's causing my business a problem. I can't catch fish here. When every single one of that person's posts are fish elsewhere in Tampa Bay. I grew up in the area, been through the <laughs> Hillsborough River, and I can promise you nobody is fucking fishing the Hillsborough River. <laughs> in downtown. <laughs> and complaining about them dying at green. If they're complaining about something, it's the mounds of shit and trash and other shit that runs off the streets of Tampa into the river. Right. But hey, you know, let's. Uh, well, you know, it's it was low hanging fruit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and a lot of people were sharing that post. Boy. I mean, boy, wildfire. howdy. It was wildfire. Well, you got to let people know I stand with the cause. It's almost like um, they should have created a marked safe from the green dye. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, you know, because that just lets everybody know that you, you, I'm aware of it and I'm safe from it, but uh, I'm concerned. And and then you don't have to like you know keep helping spread the the pictures of the uh, it looked like Coast Guard vessel dispersing it you know yeah. getting it going. Run I mean, there used to be a fucking day where you know that was the signal of copious amounts of green beer were about to be consumed. Yeah, yeah. like you know. What if they were just are they against, shit up off of the bottom of the river? Are they against <laughs> Are they against green oh, beer, they dredge, too? They dredge the river in March. Probably beer. if it feed it to fish. Well, it'll, it'll flow through your bodily tract. I mean, I'll bet you a, a dollar to a donut, you could probably find a picture of said, you know, person lodging complaint, you know, from three years ago at a bar drinking a green beer on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Listen, so. if, if you're that concerned about it, do some research, read some articles. There's been a lot of science and research into doing this. Yeah. You know. It's not all willy-nilly. Yeah, settle down with your <laughs> mamby-pamby concerns over to die. Meow. Meow, let's go on to the next subject. <laughs> all right, let me We're put my spectacles on. <laughs> That's quite the spectacle with that green stuff. What's the name of that restaurant? Oh, thing? somebody oh, put something in here. That it, it's a YouTube video about yes. uh, the derelict vessels of Volusia County. Yeah, so, you know, our, our beautiful county, Volusia, not the Space Coast. Not the Space Coast. Might I add. Where there's probably tenfold the number of rotting <laughs> sailboats. It's, yeah. Probably. It, I, it's something I've brought up on the podcast before. And ever since a couple of years ago, I've noticed a lot more derelict sailboats. Sailboats. Just barges, you know, mid-sized cabin cruisers, whatever, scattered everywhere from places up north. I, I, I'm, I'm having this part. fucking deja vu moment. Because have we not talked about this before? I brought it up we at have. least once or twice. Yeah, because... It's it, new to me. Um, <laughs> new... new <laughs> <laughs> New Smyrna is actually really proactive with it. Um, We um, 
started to have a problem mm-hmm. with uh, that kind of activity with the land crabs moving out to vessels. And uh, I don't know how they got on top of it so quick, but, man, they get marked and yanked really quick. To the point, who was I out with? Uh, hell, it may have been Wyatt. Um, there's a lot of them that have been placarded for removal. With the red red card of death. And apparently whoever, one of the people that, you know, was losing, I'm losing my home, man, um, <laughs> went around and spray painted on every derelict hull from Three Sisters all the way to New Smyrna Beach. <laughs> Fuck F-U-K, F-W-C. <laughs> Fuck FWC. Hell yeah, brother. It, 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 I mean, I'm telling you, they showed them. Fight the man. Yeah, but... Uh, we we had one recently in Brevard. It was a sailboat, believe it or not. Uh, that... Is a mast, Im- mast still on it? Impacted the 520 Causeway. Yeah. And proceeded to sit there for like two weeks with like... Shit that's on a mass of a sailboat, like hanging over the rail into the roadway. But they put a cone up. That makes it okay. <laughs> Wait, they didn't. They didn't shut down the bridge promptly to check for structural damage, bro. There's only so many ways to get across. That's they, a big cut. Listen, every time a vessel impacts a bridge in the state of Florida, they need to shut it down and check. For so, Coco's a different beast, brother. Have, did, did, you, re, did you report that. it on ways so that the ways lady would say, <laughs> Boat ahead. <laughs> Boat ahead on shoulder. I, I, and then you're able to hit the button there? and say, still yeah. there. I probably would have gotten a better response from that than I did FWC. They're like, yeah, what do you want us to do about it? Yeah. This seems like a Department of Transportation issue to me if it's on the highway. Because... I believe Brevard got a federal grant for derelict I believe vessel we did. removal, and it's still. I'm I'm finding new. It's ones. growing. Well, it is. Maritime law is really. Especially there's the a lot of notice that has to is involved is. with it and stuff. But so there's. They have to find the owner first, which is surprisingly harder to do than expected because of other states' licensing laws. But here's okay, so. Under maritime law, let me put my attorney hat on here for a second. <laughs> uh, my understanding... Um, You're not from South Carolina, are you? No. Um, <laughs> is that if a vessel is left afloat, just drifting about, that the law of the high seas you could pull up and claim said vessel. Mm-hmm. But if that vessel is anchored, there's a presumption that it was anchored there because either it was disabled or they've reached their destination, wherever that mm-hmm. thing you know. So I believe because a lot of these vessels are anchored and or attached to a mooring buoy, it increases the difficulty, and that's when the whole, okay, we have to figure out whose it is, and then we have to give them notice that their their registration has, you know, expired 10 years ago, um, 
the vessels listing 30 degrees to the right. I'm say, you know, some of the ones re- well, recently within the past couple of months I've rolled up on have no registration numbers. No. Anywhere. Right. That's and what I'm like, saying is it's how other, do you, other states don't necessarily you know, require that. You like go around. Or they're so old that they just rot off. Right. That, or or someone doesn't want be. the financial responsibility of said boat. Wasn't there a way removed. at a certain size that you it's registered federally and there's no federal numbers. I believe I think you're correct. It's 34 feet in length. Yeah, but could you opt at less than that? Because you're, you know, okay, so. I don't think so. It might be able to. I don't know. Well, okay, let's, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Sure. So I'm sick of this shit. I sell this fucking place, take my money, and I buy. A fucking tra- a trawler, mm-hmm. and I go as far as I can go, mm-hmm. and run out of money, which means I just ran out of diesel, and I dropped the old anchor, and uh, I'm like, well, I guess this is where I'm living now, <laughs> because I don't have anything. I, I sold everything. I don't right. have an address anymore. Sure, none. Nobody knows how to get a hold of me. That's God, the way I fucking, fucking want sweet. it. And uh, I'm at the fucking poop deck, um, the old bar there at the <laughs> harbor, and uh, old Sally Rottencrotch comes over and fucking swoops me up and takes me back to her apartment there around the corner. Throwing her Birkin at you. And, uh, man, pussy in there. I'm just, I'm living the fucking life, you know, drinking fucking Papa's Pilar, Ooh, fucking... Same. Pirate's life. Eating pickles and just fucking living the fucking life, right? She's eating pickles. I'm eating pickles. Um, so you're saying it's a pickle party. It's a pickle party. And, you know, the old SS, you know, whatever, is is just sitting out there in the harbor. And I have forgotten about it because I am just about as coked up as a fucking mm-hmm. tennis player. And... Uh, <laughs> 70s with the shirts. Fucking years go by. Years go by. I'm just fucking partying, right? <laughs> and then she fucking decides she's done with me. And I go back down, find the fucking dinghy, get a little bit of air back into her. And uh, I head out to straighten up the mess and see if I can't, you know, figure out what I'm going to do with the boat. And the goddamn boat's not there anymore because. Some damn local government decided that I wasn't allowed to keep it anchored there anymore, and they didn't give me any notice. So, I mean, you know, don't I have rights? I mean, you can't just come and steal my property because I parked it somewhere where there's no, there wasn't any no parking signs. There's no sign that says no parking for greater than 48 hours. There's not, none of that shit. It's a human right. Yeah. You just stole my fucking house, bro. Don't challenge the DOT to put parking signs everywhere. Have you seen some <laughs> fucking rest stops? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's yeah. bad. <laughs> wow. If we push to get no parking signs, we'll get fucking no Have parking signs. Have you ever signs. found them? <laughs> no. It's pretty, I did. It's I don't pretty want ridiculous. you to park here. I don't want you to park 10 feet from here or 10 feet from there. <laughs> there at that St. Augustine exit or the next one north of here, yeah. there's 50 of them. But but we're gonna check your driver's log and make sure you didn't drive over ten hours. 
So, you know, I, that's a fair. That's a, that's a fair demo. I mean, that's that, well, that's comment. an extreme situation, yeah, but, but it happens. But like, how, how you know? How do they notice somebody? I mean, sure, right. Well, I guess the hole in my theory is if there's some type of registration that I do have to do for my boat to be legal. So I've abandoned all residency mm-hmm. on the state level. Yep. How do you register your vessel? How do I register my vessel? So probably with the Coast Guard. And there's a term for it. It's a... Little board? No, no, no. Not the type of... Like the way that you register it. And, uh, you know, I'm not one of them fancy accredited or, you know, documented marine... Murdoch. Maritime. You ain't got that six-pack? I ain't got that (laughs) six-pack, so I haven't been to Bass Pro Shop six weekends in a row. (laughs) (laughs) There goes that endorsement. You mean I can't call you Captain? (laughs) No, you can call me Commodore. Um, (laughs) So... That's that Russian. But at the same time, I'm full... 100% 100% behind get those shit boxes off the water. Sure. You know, because that's and what, guarantee the water quality around some of those ain't that good. Right. And it's it's not, I don't hate every vessel that is moored up everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've just seen an abundance of them move in that don't seem to get moved frequently. I mean, okay. You, you, well, but you, so what's, how often should they have to move? I'm not saying that there has to be a certain amount of motion. Just start your motor up. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't even have to be that, but there is a clear difference in live aboard verse. Right. So Wyatt has a buddy, um, Max, and Max lives uh, beachside, and his parents have a sailboat. A sailboat, a really you know like ocean going nice sailboat. To wit, Max has. Sailed to the Bahamas at least once, if not a few times. Right. But I would say 95% of the time, that sailboat is on a mooring buoy mm-hmm. um, right there between the North Causeway and the Coast Guard Station. But and to the untrained eye, you'd be like, damn, that boat never moves. Why is that boat here? But I'm sure there's some type of upkeep on it. That's kind of yeah. what I was getting okay. at. Is that there's right. there's certain vessels that you can you know, tell some of these you're like, like all right, when that's, there's that's a, a billion pirate. pelicans living right. in it, <laughs> in it, right, <laughs> on it. When when yeah. the, when the whole poop deck's covered in literal poop, <laughs> well, like, right. What's the acceptable amount of poop inside the boat to tell you like this one's gone? I, there isn't a gauge. Exactly. I don't I don't board these boats, and it's not. Does it impact me when I drive by them? No. It's just an observation. No, and honestly, I put this note in here mm-hmm. to praise the FWC because when I originally made the comment, I didn't know how to go about reporting it. And they just promoted through social media how to do it. The great county of Volusia, who apparently got a grant and used that money wisely, <laughs> a 20 minute educational video on how to go about reporting a derelict vessel and what to do if you see them and what to notice and what what things that the officers need to know. I'd be getting the key to the city. Holy shit. <laughs> so, clearly, I'm not the only one who thinks there's a problem. The county was there of a, Was there a portion of the video that said, just prior to the next nor'easter, sharpen your knives and go out and cut <laughs> anchor lines, mates? 
No. The send them down to the space coast. Yeah, send them <laughs> south, boys. Did you see all over just packed full? Like the fucking, like like the like the fucking bathroom, like you know, they're swirling around the fucking bathtub, fucking trying to get down the drain, headed towards Titusville. That'd be that'd be great content. The real thing we need to do is get FWC to treat it like a python roundup, where there's like bounties on them. You turn in boats. People with like a John boat towing in a towing. 70 foot tilt thing, going like a, like it's going backwards because the current. But they're like, I want. Got more feet, it's worth more money. I'm getting a bounty, buddy. Ten dollars a foot. You said ten dollars a foot. <laughs> this right. here's seven hundred dollars. This is where I got scrapping. <laughs> you don't pay me, I'm sinking her right here. We're gonna name the reef right after me. That's not a bomb, that's a turd tank. <laughs> you, you still using that refrigerator? Marcus, I think that you are next on mm. deck. Did you not? I think you left before I left to go to Tennessee. You 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 went on quite the sabbatical down south. I did. Um, golly, what day was it? What week? Last month. Last month? No, it was this month. So At the beginning of the he month. Got, he got back yesterday, folks. Listen. Listen, listen, Linda. Retired <laughs> life is the shit. All right. Sorry, you young bucks. You know you got to work. Putting in them hours. Uh, yeah. So at the beginning of the month, uh, I took a trip down to the Florida Keys. Uh, of course, with the organization who I usually do a lot of this traveling fishing with, <laughs> uh, Warriors and Quiet Waters. It was uh, kind of their experimental uh, phase that they're trying to do, making it a year-round program, and uh, they decided to come down here. But I started the week off uh, as a vagabond, I guess, hopping from... Derelict vessel to derelict vessel. <laughs> hopping from... Until he got down. Hopping from chicky to chicky. Chique. Uh Eating MREs. Spectacular. Uh, fishing Mark still there. hasn't taken a poop. <laughs> no. It's blocked, boys. It's did it, blocked. Did it bring you back? Which, oh, I was which... so happy. You know, I think I had like a headlamp, and I turned a little red light on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. And uh, Which one's your favorite? Fucking Chili Mac, man. I got one of those in the house. Second would be the beef patty. Don't ever touch the veggie omelet. Ever. Ever. I, uh, God. Flashbacks. <laughs> Dang it, Jameson. So, yeah, uh, the, the first three days I went down there, uh, day one, I kind of went and tried to explore Florida Bay. Okay. Out of... Um, out of Flamingo. Out of Flamingo. Uh En route to whatever Cheeky's, like the last Cheeky in Florida Bay. Sharks Bay? Sharks Creek? I don't know. It's out there. So wait, you went out of Flamingo into Florida Bay and then mm-hmm. around the west side? No, no, no. To come back in? I went in? south. Oh, got it. All right. Because I was like, I'm going to try to figure this out. I've never been there. Well, I've been there, but I've never... 
I thought you were trying to run into the back from the no, front no, no, side. no. That Got would it. have been day two when I realized that uh, I know absolutely nothing about Florida Bay, and my lower unit still kind of knew. <laughs> There's a lot of low ground it's out there. Been told, and uh, wait a minute, your lower unit is not still kind of new. No, not really. <laughs> you got a knack for finding ground. Oh, I do. Because that's how you learn. Uh, in my opinion, anyway. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I tried the whole Florida Bay thing day one, and no luck. It looked fishy, but there were no fish around. Uh, a lot of catfish. Few rays, but no, no fish. You're back. Good. Okay. Um. So slept out there, and day two I was like, "All right, let's get into something familiar." So I went back to Flamingo, pulled the burb down, loaded skiff up on the trailer. You didn't. Just full throttle jump the jump the little bridge there dividing the two. I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking because I'd probably be arrested, but mo- more than likely be arrested for domestic terrorism. But <laughs> <laughs> no, so I loaded up and drove the three seconds. You drove from one, one side of the ramp to the other <laughs> side of the ramp? To put into Buttonwood and went and played in the backcountry, Whitewater, you know, Hell's Bay, Lane Bay, secret places. And, uh, Don't tell anybody it's a big secret. I mean, it's, you know, it's unbelievable just kind of sitting out there when you're by yourself and you're watching, <laughs> excuse me, all these other boats, whether they're, you know, bay boats or, or skiffs or whatever it may be, just totally flying by super fishy, fishy, fishy areas. <laughs> well. And you're like, God, you're, you're passing up prime time fishing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you adjusted over there, I don't have anything out here anymore. <laughs> That has nothing to do with it. It's just... Um, got to wiggle the tip. No, I'm not just now, but back a minute ago. Yeah, I was adjusting my headset, so maybe I bumped yours. So what would you like me to do? Show me where your wire comes over here so I know which one. <laughs> this one. Tickle it, tickle it, tickle it. Um, Everybody stand by. We're taking care of Ben's audio yeah. uh, <laughs> on the hearing side of things. Perfect. One, two, one, Can two. you hear now? Yes, sir. Okay, okay thank perfect. you. So... Uh, you know, I didn't, like, go way up in there and, and get lost and have to navigate by the stars and, and all that. I did not go far, because you don't have to go far to find fish there. Yes, you do. Compass and sextant. <laughs> Mark, don't you know you have to go to the good spots? It's not about normal fishing conditions. It's not about anything. It's about the spots that you know. Watch this. Because I don't know how many, you know down south folks listen to this you don't even have to leave coots bay if you want to catch fish yeah (laughs) i know that 
I spent four days catching fish in Coots Bay. Right. So why? I, I, I don't get it. But, you know, after seeing some dinosaurs, I American saltwater crocodiles and, and throwing some, some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at them. Did you see their papers? How'd you know they were American? Make sure they weren't them Nile crocs coming over illegally. I don't judge, Jameson. All right. <laughs> Land of the free. <laughs> Wet foot, dry foot. <laughs> Uh, so I proceeded to spend the, the the next couple days out there, and you know nothing, nothing big, a couple little snooks, little tarpons. Well, that's because you didn't run to the end of the earth. You got to run as far back as you can if you uh, catch the big ones. I tell you what, if I could cast like Ben does up into the mangroves, that's where the monsters were. You could just hear them smashing whatever unlucky bait fish was back there. And you're like, cool. Mark didn't catch it. I caught the little ones. It's okay. Um, so, yeah, nothing nothing interesting out there. You know, just a typical flamingo trip. <laughs> you said that so casually. Oh, it is. I think I want to go next weekend. Larry? <laughs> You're retired. Semi-retired. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I spent the three days out there, and then came time for me to make my way down to uh, old Isla Morada to meet up with the group from Warriors and Quiet Waters. And uh, I was the first warrior there. Uh, Everybody else was either, I think there was like one unfortunate soul flying into Miami. And everybody else was coming up from Key West. But uh, before that, I had stopped in at the Florida Keys Outfitters. Just to say hi to a few folks and... Lo and behold, I, I heard a person talking about, yeah, you know, there's there's these veterans coming and, you know, they're going to be fishing. And so I walk over to where the voice is, and it's uh, Andrew's friend from high school, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Rob's um, daughter. Mm-hmm. Super awesome. Super awesome. Um, talked for a little bit. Talked about Andrew. And how awesome he is and doing all his work and and all that good stuff. And then she was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll see you tonight. Well, later that night, we kind of had what they call fly fishing 101. It's kind of where they bring in, you know, if you were in Montana, they'd bring in the local guides there. So here they brought in the local guides from the Lorelei. Uh, the three other gentlemen that were with me had very little saltwater experience. Uh, so you were the bell of the ball, huh? No. Who, guess who got yelled at the most because of their unconventional fly casting? Me. Unconventional how? Because I was breaking my wrist and I wasn't keeping that... Were you... But, 
up against my wrist. What weight were you, were you throwing? Twelve weights. Oh, one day, but uh, yeah. you know, th- th- this introduction was eight weights. They were yelling at you for how you cast an eight weight. Mm-hmm. Well, that don't make any darn sense. Well, you know, when when you're when you're dealing with the elite, you got to be elite. <laughs> There's the elite way to cast. So I just kept doing what I was doing, and you know, there were a couple helpful hints, but uh, so they were helping these guys kind of get down their cast and everything, you know, telling these guys, all right, you're not going to be casting at anything more than you know, thirty, maybe forty feet away. Like we're going to put you as close as we can, so you don't need to be doing these superhero cast that you see on TV and the internet and and all this stuff and I guess they're just that good they, they didn't even with, show them the back cast they have an agreement with the fish <laughs> hey fish I'm here so ultimately <laughs> real close to you who now. did who did you end up fishing with um, um so so day one, which is the next day, I fished with a, a gentleman named Dave D. Uh, very well-known person down there. Uh, golly. I think multiple world records that he's guided to or is a part of. By the way, he was telling me a story how he's working on snook on four-pound. <laughs> yeah, I said my buddy Ben's got you beat <laughs> in the mecca. The, in the me- throws that five I, <laughs> in the mecca of Melbourne. You but, ever heard of it? Uh, I'm at a miss for what you're talking about. <laughs> so I know you keys guides don't. You know get we it, we get to where we're going, and he's kind of giving me tips on how to get this where he wants it and everything, and it. It kind of turned from fishing to almost like an interview of him. Like, why? Why Why are we doing it this way instead of, you know, positioning ourselves this way? Oh, well, that's because the current and, you know, okay, well, the wind's blowing this way. The current's come, or I'm sorry, not current, tide mm-hmm. <laughs> is coming this way. So they're going to be facing this way. Oh, smart. And, you know, okay, well, why why are we using such a tiny fly for a big fish? Well, how many big fish have you seen? None. How many little bait fish have you seen? A lot. Well, there you go. God, why are you, why are you so smart? Um, Elephants so and peanuts. <laughs> So, it, you know, it was just question after question with him and, you know, shut up and fish. Just shut up and fish. So a lot of snook were caught. A few uh, redfish, even though they're not red down there. Yeah, they're real silver. Real beautiful silver platinum, mm. even. Caught some sand perch. Whiting, Yeah. Thanks for bursting that bubble, Jason. Plot tail whiting. 
Great. Uh, <laughs> monster ladyfish. Huh. How long was it? I was going to say, didn't quite get the... <laughs> the response I was looking for on that one. You're looking kind of suspect, Jameson. I just, I want to hear what the determination of a monster ladyfish is. It was like two and a half foot. Wow. Girthy. Girthy. <laughs> That's what I was like looking for. It was healthy. Not like <laughs> these ones here where you're like, oh, <laughs> someone needs to call the UN. Um, <laughs> and that was, that was day one or day two. Uh, and I was just, I was burnt out after that. I think I ate dinner and went to bed. Day two, I fished with a gentleman by the name. Yeah. Fished something real similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, very similar. Uh, a gentleman by the name of, of Rick R. And uh, same thing. Snook, it seemed to be the big target of of the time of year. Snook, trout, redfish. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Monster. Monster snook. So how many... So it was you and how many other? Three other. Veterans. Veterans. There were and three other. you were split up two by two? Or were you each on your own guide? Each boat? on our own guide. Oh, that's nice. And we kind of rotated through them is how it worked. Just so we would have a different, you know, fishing experience with someone else. And again, just tons of questions because these were old timers. Right. Uh, pretty much pirates, in my opinion. And... Uh, Went home again, dog tired, beat down from from playing these fish. Uh, Any more monster lady fish? No, uh, very few fish that day. Hmm. But nonetheless, still a good day. It's absolutely beautiful down there. Yeah, I mean, there's grass. Contrary to popular belief, there's grass. Well, you were in Island Marotta. You weren't in Florida Bay. No, we were in Florida Bay. Oh, oh, okay. It's made a miraculous comeback thanks to all the hard work of select crew of captains. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something more interesting going on over there, Ben? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the wife is texting him. Hey, when are you going to be home? That's so, actually Pip. Oh. I said the wife. I meant Pip. So, day three, uh, fishing with another old-time fishy gentleman, uh, Craig Brewer. And we go out initially for monster snook that are laid up in just sitting like off of these shelves. The real problem in Florida Bay is not the lack of grass, not the lack of clean water. It's sharks. Yeah? I hooked the biggest snook I've ever hooked, whether on conventional and or fly. And, of course, 
first thing I did went for for deeper water, and he was like, you know, just muscle it up out of there, get it up onto this flat. It's a little shallower, and out of nowhere, like a pack of hyenas, were five, six sharks, and just smoked this snook. Yeah. He was pissed. Um, pissed at, at you? No, 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 at the sharks, because oh. it's... They've almost become conditioned I, to follow the boat. To follow the boat, kind of like the dolphin do here. Yeah. Like, oh, he hooked a fish because I heard it splash. And then, you know, they circle the boat. And I was going to use another analogy, but it's, it's not appropriate. <laughs> You're being very circling, censored on this podcast. Circling Mark. I the need wagons. You to, um, I need you to have another beer and get a little crazy. But, uh, you know, so I said, well, you know, why is it such a problem? You're like, well, nothing. It's the ultimate predator. There's nothing else out here that's going to eat another shark besides another shark. Where's the hammerheads? No, there was a massive. I think this one I saw was like 32 feet. Megalodon. It was. It, I know I'm exaggerating, but it was massive. I've never seen a fish that big and that scary. Did you tell him about the boat size and how you're going to need a bigger one? No, the guy just proceeded to take his uh, harpoon and <laughs> just kind of launch it. and Not a harpoon, but a push pole. Did he have the stainless steel foot? Yeah. Oh, nice. Right to the the top of the noggin and that fish just shook it off and it hung around but all the little ones that are are the problem because they can get up onto said flats and get these fish so we need to bring back shark fin soups what you're telling me they are seriously looking at ways to to combat it uh as going as far as using other shark liver or kidney because the shark releases this pheromone and it would keep the other sharks away. Huh. Interesting. To bang sticks. Ooh. (laughs) I, that's a that, that's what you call a permanent solution, <laughs> and and they're not opposed to it because the numbers are just it's going to be tough. It's going to be a hard sell after seeing that snook just get murked. Yeah, I was like, I started seeing you know what he was seeing, like holy shit, yeah, there's three of them sitting over there on that flat, chasing mullet, redfish, whatever was there. And then, so that was that was a sad moment. I don't think another fish was hooked the rest of the day. I think we just went around jabbing sharks while looking for fish. Mm. <laughs> but it turned into, there's another one. You didn't try to catch any sharks on the fly? Uh, we did on day one. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's a little shark. Lemon shark? Mm-hmm. Bonnethead? No, Bonnethead. Bonnetheads. Bonnethead. Um, caught a few of those. Those were fun. Yeah. 
I did not put my fingers anywhere near <laughs> said mouth fish. I let them deal with it. I didn't want to end up like that guy. Like, <laughs> oh, that, shit. That dude that lost his pinky. Yeah, I just lost my pinky. <laughs> no big deal. But, uh, yeah, so the big day was the next day, was the final day of fishing. Day three. Yeah. And that was strictly big tarpon fishing. Big tarpon. Big. Like, how Like, big? legit tarpon, not... Not tarpon king size tarpon. Not tarpon god oh, size tarpon. Oh, god. <laughs> wow. But, you know, there, there's a reason. They're called the silver king. They're, so anyways, you know, wind was blowing, you know, like 75 knots out of the west coming across the gulf. It was like fishing in Cuba. Pretty much. It's crazy you were still out on the water. And we're able to lay down a cast. Maybe not 70 knots. Maybe it was like 20 Kilometers. miles an hour. <laughs> it's the conversion. <laughs> the conversions yeah. are tough. If the wind was definitely there. But your guide put you in a situation to where you were able to make a normal cast. You know, you didn't have to come across the top of your head or back cast or, you know, your your guide set you up for success, which I never heard of. Like, they do such things. They want you to be successful. You so to you fed us? a few of those big bastards, didn't I, you? I, I did. Uh, uh, so I was, I was telling Larry earlier. Uh, we weren't really pulling around, sight fishing, looking for them. We would set up on a flat where there's a pinch point deeper water where they would come through, and we would anchor up, and he would have that anchor, anchor relief, or relief, relief. <laughs> Trying to help Larry out here. Did anyone have, like, a skull for their buoy for their anchor? No, it was just that, you know, little pool buoy separating the deep end from the, <laughs> the shallow end. Oh. Yeah, so, nothing. So no, nobody wanted to mark their spot like... Uh, no. Okay. No. Their they, intellectual property, They, they cared more about the fish than they, than they did, you know, their anchor. And uh, so I jumped a few big ones. Uh, 100, 110-pound-ish. Nice. Did you chase any? Jumped them. And then, then the monster. Um, we didn't know it at the time. Hooked into it. It starts screaming. Just, I, I've never seen line backing go off the reel as quickly as it did. And uh, you, you were in 12 weight range? 11 weight? One, one piece, 12 weight. Uh, GL3. No, no, or, no. Um, I wish I could remember. Cross current? It, no, it was a custom rod. Beautiful rod. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I think it was a Nautilus Silver King reel <laughs> with a intermediate line, Cortland. Which fly? Uh, Paloma worms? No, 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 my friend. A little, little black 
Zonker fly. Yeah. Black death. No. Little. Not that big shit you see, like, on the TV and in the books. You know, these big... It was... Like... Yeah. That. Yeah. And I didn't think it would work. I was like, this guy's lying. They don't eat little stuff. But, yeah. So that fish just... He don't. Go, yeah. And... Guy was like, nope. It's time to go. Where am I, where am I going? Release the anchor. I heard the motor start, but oh. <laughs> Let Papa get his feet. Because there was, there was a nice little chop going on. Uh, nothing more than like a little bump past idle. Just enough to start yeah. start reeling some stuff back get, in. Gain you back some line. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long it took to get to the fly line it was felt like 30 minutes i'm sure it wasn't and then i saw the fly line hit the tippy top and this monster just go through the air and i didn't know what to do you wait a minute you didn't respect his authority. I think I more than respect him because the one salt respected guy. him. Because at that moment, I was like, "Holy smokes, that's that's a fucking big fish. That's a big like, minner. That's that's fucking cool. That this huge animal can jettison its entire body out of the water. Yeah, pretty much like a tomahawk missile coming out of a sub. Yeah, and." Did you bow? Then it was over. Then it was over. Did you not bow? I did not bow. Oh. Uh, so, you know, I got the, hey, you know, you got him hooked. You chased him down. You got the fly line. It's a caught fish. No? You're like, yeah, that's a caught fish. Yeah, you leadered it. Fly line. No leader. No, oh, no, okay. no, leader. no, no, no. Just the fly line came to the... And, uh, you know, he's like, you know, your first time you did a superb job. That was, you know, about a 150. It's like, what? A what? Yeah, he was about 150-ish, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. So, so Mark's ready to... <laughs> you, oh, yeah. So you can understand why... It, People devote, you know, their and I, entire I, life to it at times. Yes, but not at at the level they do. Like I could see myself becoming obsessed with it, but more out of respect for the fish. <laughs> like they're years old. Right? Oh, God, and, yeah. What, and then he was telling me, ah, Larry, you're the smart one. Well, no. the three of you are smart. Uh, no, it's fine. You, the, can tell, you can call Larry the smart they, one. It's fine. They can age them by an ear stone? Yes. Itho? Yep. One of the bones it, that grows in the yeah. ear. Yeah. And so they're learning all new things about them. But, God. Like, I didn't need to get that fish to the boat. I saw it. 
Yeah. And I felt it. <laughs> so when you're, when you're done with that, were you just like, okay, fucking my day is complete. I'm good. We can just ride around. Did, were, you know, was it late in the day? Did you guys continue to fish? We did. And then, again, the, the T word, the tide. Mm-hmm. So the tide started working its way back out and fishing kind of just turned off. Turned, turned off. off. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, I was done. Like, if he was like, you want to go back early and have some sodas and conch fritters? I'm like, yep. Yes, I do. Because, you know, you, you hook the fish, you saw it. Well, yeah. I'm not going to jump in shark infested water. To take a picture with this thing, <laughs> and right? You're not bringing it on the boat. You don't always need the glory shot, you know. No, you, you had the experience, right? I felt it. I felt the fight. Saw it. Yeah, good enough for me. And that was that was it. And I, you know, I was like, man, there's. Oh, we we did see some permit. I told Larry. Uh the one I, I was able to cast that with its alien eyeball. I kind of not even ticked it. Tickled it, maybe? <laughs> Twitched? Not even twitch. It was just like a, not a bump. I, I don't know what the move was called. But he saw it and he put that big old eyeball on it and stared at it for five or six seconds just like looking at it and I'm like motherfucker he's like don't move don't move and I just fucking got down swimming yeah motherfucker man like permit middle finger yeah you looked at it you knew that hmm this caught my eye yeah you were an animal you should have there was there was something about it it might have been that little twitch or but what? bump or whatever. What? As an animal, That's I think you don't pass up a feeding opportunity. In India, in the Indian River, you know, redfish they they don't eat, so they pass your fly up all day. But if you if you stop to look at a Where am I going, Mark? If I stopped to look at a chicken finger... There you go. ...before I put it in my mouth, would I still probably you, put it in my yeah. mouth? You're like, huh. You know, it's honestly the old big boy wasn't waiting to pull up at the diesel pump, you will. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're making your way back from... I still from, threw it in the you're mouth. You're making your way back from the bathroom, getting ready to go sit back down on the couch, and you're like, ah, I got two fucking chicken fingers left. Might as well eat them. You're... you're more than likely going to eat it, right? Am I? Yes, but I'm a fat ass. I'm, permits are not. But what makes them so intelligent? I don't know. I've never caught a permit. Well, well okay, but, but, but put yourself in this. Okay. It's just that there's something off about it. Yeah. You know, if you were on patrol and there's something off, do you have like a heightened sense of alert? Yeah, but not when it comes to food, though. Okay, think food poisoning. <laughs> like, chicken smells a little weird. Like, hmm, there's a tiny bit of mold left on this bread. 
but I still need to eat. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't just permit have higher standards. <laughs> I guess it's permit or bougie fish. Thing. Yeah, they're just a little bougie. That's so. why they stay so thin, you know. Uh, these weren't thin. These were turkey plate, <laughs> turkey dish size. Well, yeah, they're 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 tall and round, but they're no, they were girthy, thin in general. That's pompano. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, according to James, the permit is the width of this pencil standing up on end. You ever no. seen? You ever seen a look down? <laughs> Those are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see them bones? <laughs> They're a bit waif. <laughs> no, but that's what I thought too. Like, you know, the permit is this weird fucking fish that looks like a pompano. What's the big... There's there's a little girth behind them. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not going to dedicate my life to said fish that's smarter than a porpoise. I don't know. I think we give them a lot more credit than we should, but that's just me. Um, what? Uh, that was your final day of fishing? Yeah. It's a pretty good last day. It was. Yeah. It way, was. To, way to fucking end I, it with a banger. It was, and I had a hard time falling because it just, it just kept replaying, replaying, replaying. Just, you know, like our redfish up there in South Carolina. Right. You know. Everybody now knows Mark has a horrible memory, but it's memories like that that just stay ingrained. You know, like, Jameson and I don't fish. He's not on my level yet, but, you know, there was a time Ben <laughs> Ben and I were fishing. We were in some little canal that Ben knows for tarpon, and there was just like a massive little school of, I don't want to say they were juvenile tarpon, but... You know, they were canal tarpon. Right. And you're like, holy. And Ben's like, yeah, make a make a cast. Oh, well, where'd the cast keep going? <laughs> Up into the main. But, you know, you, you see those, those fish and folks, Jameson and I do fish. And, you know, if, if you're ever lucky enough to, to fish with me and you, you can see my GPS, I named a little special, a little special hole there, the, the whiskey hole. So, there is love for him, folks. He's not the stepchild. Unless we're going to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah, then all over. bets are off. Game over. And speaking of South Carolina, we took the trip up for spring break. Uh-huh. Took the girls to uh, old Chicken Licking. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Nice. She did not remember me, but <laughs> she was still enthused that folks were there to eat her food. Awesome. And again, it did not disappoint. And uh, I did point out, yeah, this is right where I made the illegal turn. And the state trooper was like. <laughs> yeah, he just like looked at you and was like, what are you doing? You, you got chrome balls, son. <laughs> Fair enough. But, and I mean, there's a ton of stuff that also happened that I'm forgetting. And But I have a journal. Oh. Yeah taking up journaling so I can remember more of these small little things. Uh, That's good. Can't wait to see your sketches in your journal. <laughs> I'm just learning to spell. All, all, right? <laughs> all I know is that around my trip, there's going to be hearts around the page. You know, <laughs> today I went out with Jameson. <laughs> bubble heart. Bubble heart. 
Maybe a lipstick kiss on there. Oh, <laughs> sexy time. Which I encourage everybody to start journaling. It's a good way to look back. I need to do it. It's not It's not hard. I wasn't making it difficult. Hey, today we saw this fish, this fish, under these conditions. Yeah, I absolutely. Because we're all going to forget one day. For sure. Well, um, we're going to probably go backwards in time because I think we're out of order on our rewind on, on our no notes that yes. was before no if you went in March I went to Tennessee on the 27th to visit to visit Andrew, Andrew. oh yeah so I forgot about that but highly jealous yeah <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> Um, I remember now. I think it was when Andrew was in town uh, the last time. Uh, he and I hatched the plan. Um, we had seen that uh, Colby Acuff, who uh, we've played a couple of his tunes here, you know, either break music yep. or, you know, leave in the end of the show or whatever. Fantastic musician. Yeah, awesome musician. And... Fly uh, fisherman and a fly fisherman, <laughs> former, former fly fishing guide. Yep, worked at a shop out in Idaho. Was a guide there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any event, we we dig his music yep. and uh, go vandals. I saw that he was going to be um, doing a show in Nashville, and I checked my schedule, and I was able to give myself the time off to uh, <laughs> go up. So. Uh, Got the old airline ticket, and uh, at this time during the show, I would like to uh, give a shout-out to uh, Allegiant Airlines and uh, let everybody know that if uh, you absolutely just need to get there, but you don't need to get there at any particular time, (laughs) they're they're a great option. We'll get you Uh, there sometimes. (laughs) But uh, if you need to be there... At a particular time, <laughs> you might want to try somebody else. Um, big delays getting up there. Um, I mean, it was maddening. But uh, <laughs> finally make it up there. Andrew dutifully had been, you know, hanging out waiting, finally picks me up. Um, with the uh, time change and all that uh, going out there, shit, by the time I got to my hotel and put my nappy head on the pillow. It was like, you know, 3 a.m. back home. It sucked. But um, what I think I flew up on Friday. Yeah. And uh, so the show was um, going to be Saturday night. So we were able to get up the following morning and uh, – one of our listeners, AJ, um, that also happens to work at Fort Campbell. Um, oh, nice. He and Andrew have developed a good friendship over the past few months. Um, he had previously been posted um, out at Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. And that's where he originally started listening to the show. Nice. And then uh, when he was working um at fort campbell i guess andrew had visited and was on the show 
and had said something, and he, like he started connecting dots, and was like, "Wait a second, this guy like works in the same compound I do uh, <laughs> on base," and so they end up hooking up. They end up uh, they're they're fishing together uh, quite a bit now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get in touch with AJ. He's got the day off, and uh, we go um, on Fort Campbell. There is a river. It's the West Fork of the Little Red River. And that's a, that's a mouthful. Yeah, wow. it is. It is. <laughs> and um, it had been raining a lot, right? So every bridge that we were going across um, on the bigger rivers was like. Blown Tennessee out red, no, not like orange because it's like that red clay. Really, uh, but the smaller tributaries, like where we ended up going on base, were it was off color a little bit, but it wasn't bad. Um, so it was really fucking cool because you know we had to come up give our IDs and everything to get on base. And then uh, we go driving, you know, hither and yon. And uh, there's like this, there's a couple of bridges. One of them is like the tank track. And it's like the elevated bridge where the, like, we didn't actually see any tanks, but that's what it was there for. Uh, It was a tank road. Um, saw some, you know, other really big military trucks go through or whatever, but, um, it's hundred percent a stocked, um, fishery mm-hmm. because during the summer it gets too warm. So like everything that's put in there, TWRA is expecting, you know, so it's like, if you catch it, they don't, you know, it's like they want you to keep it cause they're not going to survive anyway. TWRA? Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency. Okay. It's like FWC. Um, so, uh, the, f- we started fishing and AJ was just fucking like one after a fucking another, you know, he's like dialed in <laughs> on the money. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh, yeah, he was being that guy. <laughs> and, uh, I think, uh, we all know that guy. I picked up one little Brown and maybe, uh, um, rainbow on on saturday which you know pretty cool you know and uh we kind of minding the time so uh we uh headed back to uh catch a shower get ready or whatever so and went down to nashville because uh the show was in nashville and course you know went by fly south uh the fly shop and uh based on what we were and we were we were throwing streamers that's what i was gonna yeah we were throwing streamers and based on what we'd been having luck with um we kind of all re-upped on uh flies that we needed not me i'm a mooch (laughs) Um, you got a black and purple clouser um (laughs) so how many woolly buggers you got there boy (laughs) you got any girl bugs so uh you know that AJ was going to tie some more flies. Andrew bought some flies. I bought a fly box for our fly tithing um, yep. series that we've started. But uh, after seeing the guys at the uh, fly shop, which was pretty cool, standby. 
Um, uh oh. What can you be? If you look in the, there's an out. Just bring my backpack over yeah. here because otherwise, <laughs> you know, I don't want you to pull any battery operated apparatus out of there. It's just vibrating in here. Uh, well, you know. Is that a rabbit? <laughs> Let's see. Got to figure out which zipper to pull down here. Um, well, you don't mine. even need the remote control anymore. They got the app. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, like I was saying, uh, went by the old Fly South, and uh, Jim, who uh, runs the show there, he's the owner, super rad guy. He knows that... Uh, What's the one thing that uh, we fly fishermen love? Stickers. <laughs> so he has a bunch of stickers just sitting on the counter. Oh. He's like, help yourself. Really? So what? I got wow. everybody some stickers. And then here's this one. Nice. These are nice stickers. Yeah. And then another one of a different style. Mm. So, ooh, that one's good for the well. I don't know what yours is called. Mine's a rod vault. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, right size. size. Yeah. Um. So, I was able to get you guys a little swag. Appreciate it. And uh, after we visited the fly shop, it was nice. Um, we went and found uh, a barbecue joint. And uh, got some grub, and then uh, went to the show. And uh, Colby was opening for Forty Nine Winchester. Yeah. And uh, another good band. I re- well, I wasn't really super familiar with Forty Nine Winchester. Uh, knew a couple of their songs. Man, great great band. Um, the venue we went to, uh, it's called the Basement East. It's uh, probably 450, 500 people, you know, uh, all. It's a good size. Yeah, like stand up, you know, a general admission for everybody. Uh, we were like three people away from the from the stage, um, you know, right up front. Um, hell of a show. Super happy that I went. Mm. We got home that night, and I wasn't flying out until Monday, so we had all day Sunday to fish again. So we went back to uh, that same bridge on the river and fished. When we got there, there was actually somebody else already fishing there. Um, Hmm. So we were like, shit. You know, what are we going to... So we actually tried to talk to the guy, and the guy was, like, super freaking introverted. Like, we were like, hey, man, how's it going? You, you know, you you catching anything? And, you know, it was almost like... Like our age group or yeah, retired? No, no, our age really? group. Yeah, and he was, like, really, like uh, just didn't want to talk. And we, and we were trying to, like, establish a little bit of conversation with him to be like, hey, you know, we don't want to fucking low-hole you, but... You know, are you going to stay where you're at? Are you working, you know, upstream? You working right. downstream? Like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Because like, there's three of us standing here <laughs> trying to be fucking cool. And uh, 
finally he's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fish this hole right here. You know, you, you guys are fine. You know, but and you know, it just took a while. Like you know, it was almost like it was. Like he was on the spectrum or something. Like you know, like well, no emotion, wouldn't talk, and then yeah. finally we broke through. If he's but, infantry, but we um, we we fished kind of the same holes that we had fished the day before, and it just it was off. It just nothing was really going down except for fucking AJ. He's like fucking <laughs> pulling fish left and right, the bastard. Um, so at some point we're like, hey, what's it like upstream? And AJ is like, you know what? I've never really gone up that way, so let's fucking do it. So we uh, did some bushwhacking and uh, probably went up a quarter, half a mile. We worked up river, and it got better and better. Um, but then we got to a point where the banks were too steep, mm. um, too high and steep that we couldn't really fish. But uh, it was late in the day by that point, and uh, we headed back home. Now, were you wet waiting, or did you have no, 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 no? Air temperature was warm enough to. No, we we literally were fishing from the bank. Sweet. Yeah, like we, you know, they had waders. If they would have wanted to wade, they could have. But no reason. Yeah, there was no reason to. Um, You had your Grundens boots on, right? We all did. Those things, um, I'll tell yeah. you what. They, you could have waded out in the middle in those things, and you'd have been good. Well, my feet would have got wet. Well, yeah, but still. They're warm. Yeah. They're toasty shoes. I like it. I, um, I, I fished out of them when I was in the Carolinas, and it was really cold, and I felt yeah. great. The, uh, the Tennessee trip was fantastic. It was just the right length of time got a little bit of fishing in it was productive fishing it was awesome to get to meet aj um unfortunately there's a couple other guys that uh, are listeners up there that kind of run in that same group but uh you know just didn't work out yeah family stuff that they had going on or whatever so hopefully next trip we'll get to uh sounds like we got to take a trip to nashville yeah absolutely absolutely and uh you know, the, did you go to eat at the PX? No, <sighs> no, no. We uh, tax free, baby. Well, okay. So here's the weird thing. So we did go to like the quick stop, mm-hmm. and I guess the rules are I could go in there, and if I like bought food or a drink, it's okay, but I can't buy anything else. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Which I did. I mean, we were just going in there to get a drink anyway. But, uh, you know, drinking a snack or whatever on the way through. But, uh, yeah, it was neat, man. To, to I mean, like, I think uh, the reel that I put together, you know, kind of detailing that, there was, like, pictures of, like, you know, the signs were, like, you know, like, of a tank, you know, and stuff. It's like, That's you what's know. cool is they have that ability to fish there. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these young guys that live in the barracks, they don't need a car. Well. Yeah, they don't need a car now because they have Uber and, right. you know, all these things now that they could just. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty, pretty cool. Back in my day. Now, <laughs> the one negative of the trip. Ooh. So, oh, and. Other than Allegiant. This is, well, I was, <laughs> thank you. That's where I was going uh, when I left Monday to come home um, as reliable as they were in getting me there they were just as reliable getting me home they just weren't very reliable in getting me home at the time that i thought i would get home um 
So by the time I made it back, it was a late, late, long day. Um, I did manage to make it back to New Smyrna without falling asleep, um, driving nice. home. Missed oh. nap time, huh? But, um, oh yeah, can't, for sure. Can't take a nap on a cattle cart. But, uh, you know, I was catching a shower before um, I went to bed on Sunday after we'd been fishing, and... I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh my! Like it was just below my knee. I was like, what? <gasps> fucking tick! Oh yes, a fucking tick. So I've already had my first tick uh, of the of first tw- tick of the year, 2023. So uh, it's only uphill from here. I, you know, I got the little bastard off. He hadn't really like rooted in there good. Um, oh, he was just eating on that flight boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I got him before the flight. Oh, before okay. the flight. Before the flight. Oof. They die but, at altitude. But uh, <laughs> it's a pressurized cabin. <laughs> you know, it was funny because we had we had all actually been talking about ticks earlier because uh, AJ had said, you know, hey man, you guys, you know, I, I I found a tick, you know, yesterday when I got home or whatever. So then we're all like telling tick war stories. You know, I think they're just like when I was like to- when I was seven and I had to have a tick pulled off my fucking balls, you know, and you know, um, you got that sweet blood, huh, boy. Somebody was telling, who was it that was telling the story about the tick that, uh, Latched onto somebody's nipple. Oh, and, and when there <laughs> it wasn't us, that had to have been an Andrew you're, story. You're pulling, yeah, you're pulling the wrong thing. <laughs> well, whoever it was, when they ripped the tick, like they pulled the tick off, like it was <sighs> like, <laughs> dude, it was like fucking like you know, like hemorrhaging. <laughs> like, like you couldn't get the bleeding to stop out of the nipple. Oh, I definitely that was one of Andrew's yeah, stories. Yeah, oh, God. but uh. What? So, uh, I'm gonna bleed out of my nipple. So I get home, and <laughs> at the end of the week after I got home, I had to go to Mayo for uh, one of my usual checkups and blood work and stuff. And uh, fucking AJ had said something about uh, Lyme disease oh, and how he knew somebody boy. that had gotten Lyme disease or whatever. So of course, you know, I'm sitting around and. I happened to look down. I could see like the red spot where the fucking tick had been. No ring. And I'm like, well, so, so I, I, I get the Googler out and there's the thing about the ring, the bullseye or whatever. And I'm like looking at the picture on my phone and looking at my fucking D. I'm like, like, dude, that kind of looks like a fucking, I don't know. I mean, Good is job, it like AJ. is it is it a white fucking like, I mean it looks like a little white around it and then it's red again like god damn it do I have fucking Lyme disease I got fucking cancer I don't have time for fucking Lyme disease so when I go and see the doc at Mayo doing all my normal cancer bullshit and uh, she's like okay well you know you know you're ready to go downstairs and get your your injection or whatever and i was like okay and she's like anything else you know i need to you know check or talk to you about and i was like well i said well yes. i just went fishing up in tennessee and i got bit by a tick while i was up there and i said uh she goes lyme disease and i said yeah i said does this look like a bullseye to you she was like 
good lord, no. Oh. <laughs> like, I was like, don't be a pussy. Yeah, got you all psyched out. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I was like, well, the picture on the, and she's like, don't worry about the picture. You don't have, just, just go, just go. I was like, okay, thank you. But, can't, uh, can't you be grateful for the disease you have? Yeah, you another <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, Do y'all get the the chiggers up there? Oh God! You know, people talk about chiggers all the time. I've oh, never, I've never had chiggers. It's miserable. Yeah, I've never, oh, I've God. never suffered through the chiggers. Whole red bugs. Oh. The other thing that was really cool about fishing uh, at Campbell is there's like all these crazy old fucking bunkers. Everywhere, <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> were there any signs along the river that said, you know, careful of unexploded ordnance? Nope, nope, <laughs> nothing like that. Um, but there were these really um, willy nilly, like here, there, and everywhere, um, like a post with like a little box on it that um, when they do green platoon. For the one sixtieth, yeah. uh, this area that we were in is where they do their land navigation, oh, and it's like they're, when they're doing it, they have to like sign in at that book or yeah. whatever. Um, so there was a lot of those um, that we would see from time to time. But uh, the crazy thing about the bunker is like these bunkers. You know, it's Tennessee. It's like big limestone, you know, hills, uh, and they're, they're like built back into the fucking mountain, and then across the opposite side of the street would be like a fucking pillbox style guard shack with like you know the little slit what? like like whatever they were fucking keeping in those really? things back in the day was some oh, shit, shit that they were fucking proud of um MREs yeah MREs <laughs> but rats so really? yeah um I, I would really like to get back up there um if if anything it'd be really cool to kind of do like a double duty you know like maybe fly into Nashville like fish up there with those guys have them drive us up to East Tennessee fish up there and then yeah. you know like do the the fucking loop and then come back and fly back home or something or have them meet us whatever um so good times um and then Get back home, and what do we find out? That uh, Colby's going to be opening in fucking Sanford. Sanford. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For the Cadillac 3. So uh, that's going to be April 20th. So uh, if uh, you happen to know who we're talking about or give them a listen and think you might want to go to the show, we're going to be at the show. Come hang out with us. Let's make it a big fly fishing affair. Hmm. Are you going to wear your standard attire? No, no. no. Mm. You know, I wore... Um, be a little warm down here. Yeah. I wore overalls yeah. to the show, and uh, I was not alone. There was, an- no. there was another guy that was wearing overalls at the show up there. Standard attire. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But I think... Uh, now I'm probably going to go with something more Pearl Snap Ooh. at this show. Yeah. I think I'm, oh, yeah. Larry's, yeah. Larry's breaking out the howlers. I no, get, no, no, oh, no! I will be. No, I'm gonna have my uh, oh no, Taylor Popper no, Pearl no, Snap. No, I know what I'm. One of one, huh? The one of one. And then I've actually found a um, really nice belt buckle that I'm going nice. to uh, invest in. 
I saw a belt buckle. I need a good belt buckle. The old fly shop down there. Oh, yeah? Beautiful bronze redfish buckle. Buckle. It was like 150. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Handmade buckle, baby. It ain't gold. Yeah. <laughs> you checked the weight price on bronze lately? <laughs> no. <laughs> Copper. So, um, well, that was the Tennessee trip. So it, it was a good time. And let's see what else we got on our. Did you get on the Kentucky side of things? Uh, I think like when we were on post, we were probably yeah. yeah it's, it's yeah, there's no yeah. like welcome to Kentucky sign right. in the middle of post, <laughs> but I think that we did end okay. up in Kentucky at some point. They didn't let you. Know. I did not get to go it's, up to the flight line, which we were talking about doing. We just ran out of time. It's a weird gray area there. One side of post, you're in Kentucky. The other side of post, you're in Tennessee. So hills are weird. I guess really the next thing we got to talk about is uh, the uh, trip up for the Swanee. But uh, preceding that, um, let's talk about, you just brought it up a little bit with the sticker, Mm -hmm. uh, rod tubes. Oh, yeah. So the rod tube you have is one of the old... The OG. I would say the OG because it's the changed. Denver Outfitters. Yes. So the one that was on my Jeep was a Denver Outfitters. So it was OG. And uh, okay, the old. Okay, I'm just trying to keep track here. There was like Denver Outfitters, then Titan Rod Vault, which were the same company, but it, yeah, it got weird it, like, there. Switched. Now it's Tool. Tooley owns it. Yeah, yeah. Tooley. No, 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 no. Yakima. Yakima owns it. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I can, you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. Um, you know, along with Ben Sittig, um, I have done my fair share of making fun of people with rod vaults. Mm-hmm. Um, enter the acquisition of the Jeep and... The Jeep had one on it. So I'm like, and then the guy was like, you know what? I'm not even going to take that off. You can just, you know, it's it's just part of the Jeep. You can have it, whatever. <laughs> so. Then he used one. Then I used one. And I was like, holy shit, this is kind of nice to have. <laughs> and Wait, you mean I don't have to break down the rods to put them in the car? See, and- well, but see, okay. I never had to break down my rods. Like in the F-250. I could come through the front passenger door and go caddy corner through the cab because it's a you know super cab. Right. But at the same time, it wasn't convenient if somebody you know if it's just you if it's yeah. just me right yeah. yeah and plus you know and, and it, when you put it in that way, it's like the got to be real careful, yeah. make sure you don't break it, kind of. That's know. that's why I originally ordered that one mm-hmm. is because I had the 250 and went to the Silverado uh-huh. and I broke a couple rod tips, like putting it out the back slider window. Right. Now they're power uh-huh. and well, well, a little too much power and broke a couple rod tips. And I was like, ah, oh, I got to get this thing. And then like nine months later, cause everybody wanted one back then and they were always going under and making different companies. 
but they're awesome. Yeah. For ditch fishing or, I mean, like you were saying, there's so many different reasons to me that I've found that I like having it. And it's the, you know, we went to Goodrich the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had the rods kind of catty corner in the cab of the truck, right? Mm-hmm. Because my skiff doesn't have anywhere to hide them. And I don't have any. Right. I don't have a rod vault on the truck. Yeah. We're, but if we had a rod vault, you just slide them in the rod vault yeah. and you're good to go. Yeah. You know, or, you know, if you pull in at the meth lab and <laughs> there's a dude, you know, circling the parking lot on the three wheel bike, you know, that has a pawn shop habit, you're like, mm, maybe I'm going to slide the rods in the rod vault yeah. while I'm in there. Um, and, you know, conventional wisdom, I, I used to always, uh, one of my arguments used to be, what the fuck do I need that for? If I'm going anywhere and I'm taking my rods, I'm taking my skiff. Well, that's not fucking true anymore. You know, there's plenty of times I fish with you in your skiff. Mm-hmm. Or Mark, I come down to Titusville and hop on the boat with mm-hmm. you, but I want to bring my rods. Because right. right. I'm a goofy. and uh, You ride switch, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. So, uh, you know, I can throw the rods in the rod vault. And uh, I'm good to go. Well, uh, Riversmith um, hooked me up with a new river quiver, the four banger. Um, <laughs> so all the shot calling. It's uh, it's really cool from the standpoint with the Jeep set up the way it was with the old system. I was about half an inch shy of being able to put the Jeep in the fucking garage because with my Jeep I've got that roof rack mm-hmm. and then it's and on it to- sits on top. Sits on top of that. Oh okay, gotcha. Yep. Um and with the Riversmith, they've got the quick release mounts that are fucking dope. Ben helped me install it. it fucking simple easy. Way, way easy. Yeah. And, and it's low profile. Yeah. So before we went on the uh, Swanee trip, um, that came in. So I switched. I took the old mm-hmm. system off the Jeep, put the new one on. And um, the other thing that's nice about the uh, Riversmith is the diameter of the tubes mm-hmm. are larger. And that really helps because when you get to about what – 10 weight yeah the stripping guides are are bigger Mm -hmm. and i couldn't get them in the old system with this one i can what about the reels i I was gonna say mine mine isn't so much the tubes it's the box so i haven't had above an eight weight see i can get my nine in there really easily and there's still room i don't know what their max is but you can i pretty (laughs) good size reel yeah and even you know even if you I've got some one piece rods, so if I'm going to the keys oh, and I want yeah. to take a one piece rod and I'm going like say to meet Tanner, but I want to fish yeah. my yeah. pro ones, I can take my pro ones and you know, in the Jeep and then when I get there throw the reel on it. Like I haven't mm-hmm. tried oh. all I haven't tried all of my reels, but work smarter, not harder. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't uh, necessarily have to have the reel in there with it. That makes sense. Huh. The uh, learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, full disclosure, um, I did get hooked up 
um, you know, one of one of our good friends of the show, uh, Will uh, Rice, is now working for Riversmith, and uh, Will was able to get me hooked up with that four banger, uh, which I am deeply appreciative of that, and uh, you know. Nothing talking with, with talking with River River <laughs> Smith Smith about their um, products, you know, we're able to on a very limited basis right now um, help folks out with some discounts on. So it's getting Riv- them. River Smith River Quiver. Yes, yes. River Quiver is one is like the full rod tubes, and then they have the. They have a Euro Nymph one, which is like 11 foot yeah. or something, and then oh, they have crap. the short one. Yeah. But I think they're all I think they're all river quivers. Okay. It's just the different. Well, the one that <laughs> you were talking about that you wanted, which which was the... Uh, I think they call it just the river quiver shorty or something. <laughs> no, it's not the shorty. Hold on. Let me Roof quiv. Uh, it's brand new. It just came out. Uh, let me see here. I should probably know this off the top of my head, but I can't remember it. Um, Who can get there first? And the reason I'm bringing it up is they're going to really fucking be cool about... It's called the Shortcut River Quiver. The Shortcut. Nice. I like that. So what that one is, is um, not everybody has a vehicle that they want rod tubes over top of. Like uh, Jameson with his F-150... This will fit inside the bed or alongside the top of the bed. Uh, it does require a four-piece rod to be like broken down in half, uh, but still, that's a lot better than breaking yeah. it all the way down. Yeah. Um, so, uh, number one, oh, yeah. um, past years of the Dingy Derby, they provided uh yeah a two banger for the raffle josh won that right jake jake yeah i'm sorry i always do that so jake won that um so coming up at the f3t Mm -hmm. um on the 15th of april one of the raffle prizes is going to be from riversmith the winner that we pull for the Riversmith prize is going to be a certificate where you can choose either a two tube, which would be the two banger mm-hmm. or a uh, river quiver, which is the full length for like, you know, full assembled rod or the, the short, short shortcut, the shortcut. And, uh, it's it's the winner's choice. So if you have a truck, you can get the shortcut. Yeah. Uh, or if you have you know the forerunner and you've got a roof rack and you want to put it on the roof, you can get that. Right. Um, I think Ben Twos is running. Uh, I think he is. I think he's running uh, River Smith on his truck. Um, it's almost like one of those things where. What do they call it? A heightened awareness, where when you like get you know whatever kind of vehicle, oh, you start to see. Yeah, it you're like, whoa, wait a second. There's more of these around than I thought. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been seeing more and more 
you know, rod tubes really? around town. Yeah, especially in New Smyrna. Like, huh. I just did a, uh, we went over to uh, friends of ours uh, yesterday in the morning. Yep. And lo and behold, there was a, a freaking rod tube Tacoma with rod tube on the top of it. I put a bunch of stickers, you know, mm-hmm. did the, the usual kind of deal. But uh, if you happen to be in the market for a rod tube system for your truck or your SUV or your Jeep and you want to save 20%, um, like I said, we don't have a bunch of them. But uh, if you're actually ready to pull the trigger, get in touch with me and I've got some codes that I can give out. Um I just don't want to, you know, hand them out and somebody just sit on it when somebody else was really ready to pull the trigger and then they right. don't get the benefit of it. So yeah, um, if you're actually, we want you to actually use it. Yeah, it, yeah, it actually needs to be used. Otherwise, it's like throwing money out the window that somebody else could have found. Um, another another uh, cool thing we were talking about, you know, like. Prior to having the uh, the rod tubes, one of the things I used to do would be throw the uh, my rod in the bed of the truck with like you know what the last three guides sticking out of the back of the truck or whatever. I do that all the time. Yeah, and I always worry about it splitting apart or breaking. Well, I actually have broken two rods where you go around a corner. And it slides over, and it ends up going in the in the, the crack yeah. in the crack there where the tailgate would fold down. Ooh. And then you go the opposite direction in the reel, the weight of the reel slides, and then you get out and you're ready to fish, and you you find your rod with like a 45 degree fucking Ooh, bend in it, around. and you're like, Ooh, and it's broke. Trestle has the rod boots that we used on our trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Totally protects them in the in the back of a truck like that, and we used them in the canoe. Yeah, um, so that you could slide it over the rod, and even though it's laying in the bottom of the canoe, number one, it makes it more highly you're like seeing it. Yep, and you're not stepping on it, protects it. We don't have any deal with those guys. I saw that product, and I was like, you know what? I wonder if those are really the fucking bees knees or not. So we got some just Mm -hmm. to check them out. And I'm actually super happy to have them. And I actually put those on my rods before I put them in the rod so, tube. In the rod tubes, because that way I don't like it's not like dink 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 where I'm hitting guides. It just slides right in because it's like encapsulated in that, and then comes out easy peasy. So fucking lame. I'm just not, I'm, I'm cut myself off for the night. I like how you checked your watch. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. It's a freckle. Have one. another one, Ben. Um, ah, jeez. So, they, one and done. Do they come yep. off as easily as they go on? Because it reminds me yeah. of the Chinese. No, no, it comes off okay. super easy. Well, and super like, easy. What I like them for while I'm waiting to get the rack built for my truck to put my rod vault back on, I do the feed it through the passenger side. And if you bring two rods, like on vacation or something. Undoubtedly, the, They're gonna your leader wraps around an eye, and you're like fishing two of them out. Oh, I got and a super them. cool trick! That it I just learned. keeps them from they just slide off of each other. They don't get stuck. Yeah, 
They go, they slide into the rod tube guys. easier on the skiff. The cracker wrap. Oh, we just go. Yeah. It doesn't always work though. Doesn't always work. Works most of the time, but they're. I've got a rod boot for you. I'll let you take a peek at how that. Yeah. It, it's way better. Um, I know the bass guys had them, and I was like, oh, it's a big thing in the bass world. Yeah. But they also have like, a dozen rods on their deck. Right. Well, it just keeps everything smart. from getting tangled yeah. up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and of course, you know, it's just an extra level of protection. That, but yeah, uh, when you're spending the money you're spending these days, I just, uh, you know, I have to admit when I'm wrong, I was wrong. Rod tube systems, pretty fucking rad to have. And I'm, Happy that uh, we've got the relationship with uh, yeah. Riversmith. Does your your new one fishing. have your huge sticker on there? Have you let everyone know? Mine. I have mine. It says no. I suck at fly fishing. So, <laughs> so my my I new it was standard issue with all. <laughs> so my new um, four banger is actually they actually come in different color you can get different colors now yes the, and the black is sexy as okay well i got the gunmetal gray AF. is Ooh. what i have yeah gunmetal and it's i i think it looks really good on my jeep um and it looks so fucking good that <laughs> i'm like don't i think i'm gonna go stickerless for a little while you know maybe if it like it start to get you know a little skinned up here or there i might start you know doing it um and I've still got the old one, but the old one's going to go on the the trooper, mm. and because uh, it's going to get used so little up in Tennessee, right? So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it's so contrarian for me not to be like out there fucking just plastering with stickers, you know? <laughs> so. <I'm> not- <laughs> Uh, not the the Bojangles hard sweet tea is not doing it for you. The, the two Pretty sip, gross. Two sip beer review on the Bojangles sweet tea is not it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Bo, yes, please. Okay, Bo, yeah. Bojangles is on for a lot of things, but alcoholic <laughs> but sweet tea ain't it. Beer from Appalachian. Yeah, everything else from A and B is good. Yeah. In fact, Mark and I have eaten at the brewery before, and it's super good. <laughs> the beer's good. You have Mark. Don't worry. Um, well, I think that brings us to uh, the Swanee trip, our trip to the river. Yeah. So I'm going to start it off because I got there first, right? Yes. So we've been planning this trip for a while, yeah. and uh, you know it, it's a hundred percent. Before we even get started, I just want to say thanks to any and all of you guys who have thrown a buck or two at the Venmo. Um, that's how we kind of funded this trip. Um, so, when I was up at uh, Nashville, um, I'd I'd asked Andrew, you know, like what's the good date for you? Because he's the wild card. Because he's going to have to fly down to do this trip. And he gave us a date, worked for everybody except Mark, but Mark had a bigger, better deal. Uh, Mark was in the Keys. Uh, Poor guy. Jumping 140, tarping. Missing no, no, no. permit I shots. At, Missing no, permit North shots. North Carolina. 
Oh, okay. Yep. That's right. You've spring gotten break. Back. All yeah. right. So I stand corrected. That's right. It was spring break. Yeah. Um, but uh, nonetheless, um, Mark gave his uh, approval that we go ahead and, and oh, pull yeah. the trigger and, and get Andrew down here. So as Mark was saying, and as I confirmed, so it has to be true. There's two of us saying it. It was spring break. Mm-hmm. So Andrew... Being Andrew, um, <laughs> had not quite booked his travel, and when I was talking to him, it was like talking to Mark because he was like, "No, what's the date again?" I'm like, "This goddamn weekend." He's like, "Oh, I need oh. to get a flight." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cause you need to tell us, cause we'll come by and pick you up." You know, if you fly into Jacksonville, you know, you're like hour and a half from fucking camp. Right. We'll just fucking swing through and get you, and then we'll fucking kick your ass out at the end of the weekend. You can yeah. fly home. So he calls me back, and he's like, oh, <laughs> this shit's not looking good. I was like, bro, don't even fucking go there. You're not backing out. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to have to figure it out, man. Like, I've looked like fucking flying into Daytona. I've looked at fucking Sanford. I've looked at OIA. I've looked at fucking Jacksonville. The tickets either A, are not available, or B, are way, way, way more than I can spend. However, if I go to Georgia, like Savannah, (laughs) they're not bad. He's like, "I, I don't understand it. And I was like... Dude, it's fucking spring break. That's what's the. What, he was, goes to Savannah for spring break. And he was like, oh shit. He was like, well, I'll just have to fly into Savannah and get a, a rental car. I was like, all right, cool. So he calls me back and says, okay, I'm booked. You know, I'm flying in at this time. Uh, looks like GPS would get me to camp at about that time. And I'm like, all right, awesome. So. Ben's coming from Melbourne. You're coming from Deland. I'm coming from New Smyrna. He's coming from Savannah. Savannah. <laughs> and none of us have really talked specifically about like what time we all want to meet up there other than we're just going to get up there sometime in the afternoon, the oh, evening. Sometime Friday afternoon. Sometime. You, you made the drive? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It's only it's only like two and a half hour drive. So I'm, yeah, that's it's, well within my restrictions. It's, it's not. It's not as far as you would think. Really? So, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, for some of us, well, it was supposed to be a two and a half hour drive. So I pull out on a ninety five off forty four, drop the hammer, and just prior to Daytona, one of the big fucking traffic billboards says, "Traffic stopped." ahead and i'm like oh fuck so i pull up the phone look real fast and it's like red at daytona and i'm like god damn it so i go i4 westbound all the way back to 44 on i4 oh shit (laughs) fucking get off on and and which to be fair that's that distance for 44 on 95 and 44 on I-4 is about 20 miles. So he went 20 miles inland. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. To get off, to come up, to come back 20 miles, to get back on 95. Yeah, at LPGA. Yeah. And then finally get, like, headed north, um, get up, 
make the left turn at, at 10, head out I-10. Um, at that point, I'm kind of getting like, you know, a little hangry and fucking uh, mm-hmm. pull off at a Love's truck stop. I was going to say, they have... That uh, had a fucking Bojangles. No shit. So I had a nice Bojangles lunch. What is the other one I fancy out that way? It's like a Bumblebee or something. Oh, yeah. It's like busy the bee. Beehive. Yeah, the Busy Bee. Busy, whatever. Yeah, busy yeah. Bee. It's a good one. Um, so I get, a, that's a good truck stop. Mm-hmm. So I get uh, my Bojangles on, and uh, just about the time I'm finishing my sweet tea, uh, I'm pulling off and headed towards White Springs. And... Uh, got to feed you guys so uh i pull into the dollar general market which is yeah. like the uh it's a small town grocery store it's the small town grocery store and uh loaded up with uh some provisions and uh camp is about 20 miles outside of white springs um two lane road so head up to Get to camp. For context, White Springs is a flashing light, not even a stoplight town. Yeah, just a flashlight t- or flashing light town for yeah. sure. Why does it always take me so long? So as I'm coming up, you know, I, I see the turn that's coming up. And when you turn off of the uh, two-lane road that's paved, you are instantly on a dirt road. Um, as I'm coming up to make my left, I see like a little like sedan driving slowly towards me and then it turns down the dirt road and I'm like that's fucking weird you never see anybody going down the road towards camp so I make my left like 150 yards ahead there's the same sedan it's like just stopped in the middle of the dirt road I'm like what's this fucking clown doing and uh, pull up Fucking windows down. It's fucking Andrew. <laughs> He's like, hey, man. And I'm like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? What fucking perfect timing. I was like, follow me. So he follows me down, and uh, we make the turn and head through and end up down by the cabin. And uh, when we hop out, he's like, man, I have got to pee. And... Uh, I was like, cool, man, I got, I'm going to look for the key to the cabin, and uh, I'll get it opened up. And he walks over in front of uh, where he'd parked, and there's like an old... Almost like a pump house. Well, it's, a, it's actually a box blind. It's, okay. an, it's an old box blind. So it's four by eight sheet of plywood yeah. high, yeah. you know, box with some, sl- you know... It's got a slanted roof. Yeah. It's a, it's a high-class box blind. And it's... And, and, uh, <laughs> The door that you were opening the last day, that's the door getting in the back of it, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's like not on stilts or it's like on the ground. Well, anyway, that's he had wandered over by that old box blind. It's like, you know, covered in brambles and stuff to, to take a leak. And as I'm walking towards the cabin, I, I, I mean, I literally remember thinking, God damn, he had to go. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It was like, I thought he was like pissing on like a piece of tin that was vibrating or something. (laughs) And all of a sudden I hear him not squeal, but like (laughs) definitely a little octave change. And he's like, there's a guy, there's a rattlesnake. And that's when it clicked. 
that's what I was hearing. Oh, and I, oh my God, like so it was really pissed. It off. was really <laughs> pissed off, and so well, I go over and I look off. and. It's fucking a ginormous rattlesnake. And so what's the first thing you do when you see a ginormous rattlesnake that's pissed off that you can hear from fucking 150 feet away? Get a shovel. You get your phone out so that oh. you can fucking videotape them, right? <laughs> and Andrew's like, Dada, I wouldn't get that close. I'm like, I'm not going to get close. You know, I, uh, I'm zooming or whatever. And uh, took the video or whatever. And then we're both like, you know, like giddy, like, oh my God, I can't fucking believe, you know, there's a fucking rattlesnake here. And, uh, was it like short and girthy? You'll have to, yeah, I'll, sh- at, uh, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll show you the video. <laughs> Turns out there were two of them. Oh, no. Yeah, there were two of them. We think possibly engaged in the yeah. coitus. Yeah, they were, there was a little, uh, love shack. Oh yeah, that's bird. It's a little old place. Yeah, old, old boy just thought Andrew was trying to get in on something. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he fucking challenged him with a fucking snake. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, step back. I got the lady over here. Whoa. So uh, put that Alabama snake away. That's that's how camp. That's how camp started. Was uh, welcome to camp. Rattlesnake. Larry, uh, come suck the venom. Larry. <laughs> 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 You're not getting me that way, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Jameson, I think you showed up probably, what, half an hour later, if that. Something like that. Yeah, like, I mean, just everything came together, like, fucking well, perfect. I, I do want to say, I think I had the smoothest trip out of anybody. I rolled out last out of the crew, out of DeLand, and... Uh, Took old 40 across through beautiful Ocala, got on 75, headed north, and smooth sailing, except for the the folks that were, I guess, towing, I think, a swimming pool, going 85, (laughs) taking up two lanes of traffic. (laughs) Nice. I passed, and then I realized I shouldn't have passed because I was trying to go slower than they were, and they were pushing my ass up the hill. Damn. Anyway, I made it up there. I, I made sure as a courtesy and, and called Ben and told Ben, you know, 95 is fucked in Daytona. So I believe you went around a different way. Yeah, I punched in ways and it had me go turnpike 192 to the turnpike to yeah. 75. Never, never trust the turnpike. Ever. Yeah, ever. You can't get <laughs> off. There's no way to get off. Um, they only let you get in. You just go to the middle. You had a purgatory. <laughs> um, Main Street, Florida, where you pull your hair out. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, we, we got up there uh, Friday evening and just kind of hung out. Hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, Walked around. Yeah, we kind of went and did like kind of a little brief tour of the, you know. Like the dime tour. What's what, you know, this is where this hunting field is and whatnot and then kind of uh retired to uh the cabin so did andrew stay in the cabin or did he bring his hammock and oh no no he stayed in the cabin and uh it was it was pretty cool because uh we knew that there was uh some weather that was going to be coming in uh overnight through like saturday 
So we were just like, you know what? We're just going to hang out, make the most of it, shoot the shit, catch up, have fun. And then the phones started going off with the emergency alert. 10.45 at night. Really? Tornado warning. Yeah, tornado warning. (laughs) Not watch, warning. Hmm. Which means there's a tornado on the ground. We're in a wooden fish camp. (laughs) And... Hunt camp. Yeah, hunt camp. Hunt camp. Um, Fish camp on this trip. But uh, we all went outside and listened for a train. Didn't hear a train. It wasn't wasn't even raining. I think you could see the stars. Right. They're Um, scary tornadoes. So we were like looking at, you know, like where the box went. And we're like, okay, we're just at the bottom corner of the box. And the radar, it looks like it's moving away. We're going to be okay. So, uh yeah, we we dodged that bullet. So so far, rattlesnakes, tornadoes, um, a little bit of whiskey, a little bit of whiskey, um, and then uh, I think I was probably the first to go. Um, I think my photo of me slumped out was uh, passed around. Uh, night one, yes, yes, night one, and uh, at some point I woke up in the lazy boy and moved to the bedroom <laughs> but uh got up the next morning something about a good chair though oh dude <laughs> the, dude this cabin it there's something about the air it absolutely just puts know, you into a fucking coma we would go to i say family but we would go out to hunt camp and they would have the big oversized and as a child don't you Freaking go near them. And, you know, Grandpa, Dad, aunt, they're all just like, gone. And you're like, man, well, I want a lazy boy when I become a big boy. So I I helped build the cabin um, a little over 20 years ago. Uh, when, when Is this said cabin you went deer hunting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Same place. All right. Um. You know, we, we built the walls and the, the floor and everything and mm-hmm. stacked it on a fucking flatbed trailer and took it up there and leveled it out on, you know, piers and yep. raised the walls and put the roof on and put the tin roof on it. And um, it's slowly over the years um, had room additions put on it and whatnot. Um, the, one, the one thing that's always been the same, which was kind of cool for i think you guys to see uh was the uh skin and rack because it's like there's just years and years (laughs) and years of like antlers there dozens and oh dozens of dozens yeah and then like turkey feet and just it's just fucking awesome just the the whole vibe and it's sitting right behind a uh, house that is probably over a hundred years old. Yeah. But uh, we got up the next morning, um, had coffee, kind of got to a slow start. It was uh, a little bit chillier that morning, um, along with uh, <laughs> a little bit rainy, a little rainy, and. Uh, but there's nothing like rain on a tin roof, though. I don't know if I would have got out of bed. We've got a nice screen patio. Oh, it was better outside. So we went out and uh, we had breakfast. I oh. cooked breakfast. 
and uh, oh, folks, Larry's breakfast. Oh, I mean, we we had a Dollar General breakfast. So Larry decided, since it's raining and the weather forecast for the day doesn't, you know, doesn't look the best, we're gonna have one of those breakfasts that you you eat and about an hour later, you're ready to go back to bed. It's, it's mm-hmm. nap time yeah. again, which put put you to sleep. Breakfast. So uh, we had breakfast, and uh, eventually we were like, okay, a little bit of cabin fever setting in. We're like, well, there's just enough rain to fucking piss you off. <laughs> and it, it would come in waves. Yeah. It would be like on and then off for five minutes and then on well, again. Well, it was that front that had yeah. that cold front coming in behind it. Yeah. So we are like, okay, well, we can at least go scout the location where we're thinking about, like, you know, we're, we're, let's go to the put-in and, and you know, like, see what it looks like and kind of scout it out. See if the river's blown out. Yeah. So I saw Jameson had the canoe. Mm-hmm. You had the canoe. Yep. That was it. That's uh, well, we had a, we two, had two we canoes. Had, we had two we canoes. Two canoes, but we didn't use one of them. Could, yeah. Is it possible for a motorized? Yeah. Have, skiff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, certain sections of the river. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There there are a couple of shoals further downriver from where we are that you could, you would never take a skiff through. Um, but uh, I yeah, mean, it sounds like the canoe is the way to. Yeah, and even like well, the even the the canoe. There's a there's at least one section of shoals that you you would portage around it because it's like pretty big section. It goes to like class three, <laughs> class three. So you Wait. wouldn't want to do it in a canoe in Florida. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's one. I think it's one. <laughs> it, it's it's the, either one of one or one of two that does it's, it. It's one of one. Yeah. It's it's the only it's, class it's three got rapids. Some white water. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you know, we dinked around and, you know, uh, the the crazy thing was like, it's like a landscape, like none of us had seen before. Like it doesn't look like a river in Florida. Yeah. We were like, holy smokes. Just like unrivaled beauty. Mm -hmm. You could have, you could have told me it was like something in Africa or something or South America. Yeah. The the trees were like fucking crazy. Massive trees in the water that weren't cypress. That weren't cypress. They were, uh, cypress. Tupelo. Tupelo Tupelo trees. But how did, how did Hugh pronounce Tupelo? Tupelo. When he said it, it didn't (laughs) even sound like Tupelo. I don't know. But, uh, so anyway, um, you know, we, we get a good lay of the land. We we realize we're not fishing today. Um, so we end up going back. Um, I went and showed Andrew um, this big, long uh, dike that runs around um, <laughs> where the... Uh, Her name's Beth. <laughs> Brittany. It's... Uh, She's the town dike. The, the settling ponds for one of the the phosphate plants up there. And uh, we saw a fucking gator that had to be like twelve foot. Um, and also, I just want to point out, Larry didn't tell anybody that he was going to show Andrew the dike. So Ben and I went back to the cabin, yep. and after fifteen minutes, we're like, I guess we should go look for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were coming back out already. Yeah. But uh, so uh, I think we uh, 
What do we do for dinner? Though? I think we just did like sandwiches and stuff. Like, yep. Kept it pretty sandwiches. lame. Yeah. And uh, so it was. It got pretty cold that night. It did. Yeah. Um, started to, temp started to drop real quick. Yeah, it went down into the 40s overnight. <laughs> and I was outvoted. Uh, nobody wanted to run the heater in the cabin, so I just ran the heater in my bedroom. Larry was very concerned about being cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While the rest of us slept almost naked the night prior. I wouldn't speak for everybody on okay. that. Okay. Well, I was not cold the night ben, ben, uh <laughs> Ben slumped out for about three hours in the evening. Yeah. And it was fucking classic because we're sitting down and we're having conversations. And I don't even remember what the conversation was about. And Jameson, you know, Ben's been asleep like for three hours up in the loft. <laughs> and uh, Jameson goes, right, Ben? And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Ben yep. answers like he's just been awakened part of that conversation the whole time. I, I wasn't sleeping. I don't think he was sleeping. <laughs> I, I think he was I, secretly listening, seeing if we were going to talk shit. I know I'm not that dedicated to the cause, but the <laughs> when I used to go to the Philippines, we run so ragged doing what we were doing over there i'd fall asleep in like the principal's offices at schools and you learn to sleep like just light enough like you could almost hear the conversation and then you like there's like trigger words it's my name being one of them i can pull myself out of my ass basically and fire off and start like that's hot yeah yeah um and also to to lay the land for folks that can't haven't been there or haven't seen pictures or anything um you know, it's a pretty tight quarters in the the living room. Um, there's one bedroom off to the right. There's a bedroom kind of off to the left. That's where Larry was sleeping. And there's a loft above the bedroom that Larry was in. So you know, 14 I mean, feet up. The whole thing can't be more than like 15 by 30 or 20 by 30. Yeah, right. In in a, a cabin style, so big, right. tall, arched peak ceiling. Yeah. So You're not ben- there to be comfortable. You're there to hunt. No, it, but no, it, it is, is comfortable. comfortable. No, it is comfortable. And it's filled with dead animals. Yes. Is, so, okay. like, no matter where you are, somebody's watching They're you. You're being looked at constantly. Turkeys, musky. <laughs> it wasn't musky. No? Lots of Asian ladybugs. Yeah. Ooh. Um, dead ones. But, so anyway, Ben, ben was... While he was in his room, he was also like in the living room too, yeah. where all of us. Were. Yeah, it's like so. a big common room. Yes. Yeah. Um. So it's like one big A-frame room yeah. that comprises the living room, and then you've got the kitchen and a bedroom with a loft over top of them, all within that one A-frame structure. So yeah. you had a ladder up. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's see, I couldn't. That's steep ladder too. Steep it ladder. Steep. It, it doesn't have a lot of kick out. That's that's dangerous game because I am always up in the middle See, of the night, and I usually get up once to pee, and I'm I like gave myself like, touch points God. where I was like I put a hand here, <laughs> this leg creeps over, and you don't like trust anything until you feel something under that foot, and then you bring the other one down. And the light the light switch up in Ben's bedroom didn't work. Yeah, it was just hanging out loosey goosey. Ben, ben, it was, it was ben fine. No it was fine. Your whole Ben. You can't. You, your touch point can't be too high. You're probably getting zapped. You gotta like. So uh, we we pretty much we 
we stayed up fairly damn late that night. I think we went to bed at like 2 a.m. or something like that. Oh, and, and so... It was the latest you stayed up yeah, for a while. And for you sure. Didn't, you didn't even power nap or not <laughs> off or nothing. Right. So the a next... A lot of whiskey was drank that night. The next day, Oof. we, uh, we kind of rolled out of bed a little bit later than we had <laughs> originally on Saturday. And we're just like... Nobody has even said the word fishing. Like it's like we're just gonna fucking hang, just out. hang out. We and started then, making coffee and just went back to like talking. Yeah. And then there was a fucking knock at the door. <laughs> a fucking knock of authority at the fucking it door. It was an authoritative. It was knock. between the cops and a landowner that realized you were squatting on their land. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So I come in. <laughs> And in comes Hugh Hunter, the patriarch uh, of the family that owns the property that we're on. And in a very gregarious way, he's like, why aren't you boys fishing? Yeah. And we're like, well, we just having some coffee. We were about to have some breakfast. Jameson had just started cooking some uh, venison sausage on the grill. And uh, Hugh just fucking held court. For what? Probably about forty-five minutes. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, just it reminded me of being home in Tennessee. Um, you know, you get far enough north in Florida, uh, in the right areas of Florida, it's as southern as as you'll find in yeah. Appalachia, and uh, you know, we started asking. You know, Hugh Hugh was like. Now, y'all need to go fishing. And Andrew was like, well, I got to go to Savannah. And he was like. How much time you got? Basically like, that's bullshit. How much time do you have? <laughs> and Andrew's like, well, I need to be out of here by such and such. And he was like, Hugh still wears like a wristwatch. So he looks at his watch and he's like, well, then you got this much time. So let's see. If y'all put in here, then you can take out there. That that should work for you. And then Andrew's like, well, I probably need to be out a little earlier than that. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, then you're going to put in up here and take out down there. <laughs> you're going to put it like, at this bridge and take out. That'll take you an hour or two. Yeah. I mean, he, he was on, too. He, he knew his river times. But it was it was funny. Like, no matter what's, what direction we squirmed, he just fucking hem us in a little bit tighter. Be like, oh, okay, well, I got that float for you, too. This is where you're going to go. Yep. And and it motivated us. We were all like, all right, let's fucking do this. Yep. And uh, Well, because we had gone up there with the notion of there was only this one plan. Right. Because yeah, that's all we knew. The one put in and the one takeout. Yeah. Um, and we even went on Saturday when it was raining sideways, looking for this boat ramp that we thought we knew where yeah, it was. We went driving down dirt roads. Yeah, mud roads. <laughs> but uh, we had missed a turn. But he, he got us he got us dialed in. Um, but uh, fucking, it it was uh, it was awesome because. Uh, yeah. He got us motivated to do it. We got loaded up, and we did this, what, two-hour float? Two, yeah. two-and-a-half-hour float? And I am fucking dying to go back. Yeah. It was super cool. 
We did not catch a single bass, which was the target that we had gone up there for. Shoal bass? Shoal bass okay. yeah. uh, or Swanee bass. They have both there in the river, even though he was like, I never caught one. I ain't never caught a Swanee bass in the Swanee River, and I've lived here my whole life. Now, I've caught some of them shoal bass, but never a Swanee bass. Um, but hey, you know, there's we, a first for everything. We did catch... Some of the biggest bass. Oh my god! I have ever seen in my life brim that were mm. fucking crushing, like 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 that big. Yeah, <laughs> like, like panfish. You see Larry's hands; they're big. He could barely get his hand around the one he caught. Yeah, crushing freaking crease flies and gurglers. Oh, fucking North Carolina. God. So. Family. We <laughs> we get Andrew. Andrew's like, all right, you know, I, it, it's time yeah. to get going. So Ben and I pull out of the river at the bottom of the float. Yep. Jameson's got the engine, so he runs back to the put in and turns it into a takeout. <laughs> and um, but nonetheless, it was a landing the whole time. Did you did you um, run it in? Ginu Jameson fashion, full throttle. Well, so wide open. <laughs> so, so this is this is the funny part. Uh, prior to the trip, we had all kind of texted with Andrew and said, "Hey, you know, we can we can take you." And it would it had come down to Ben was taking the ca- uh, the canoes, <clears throat> and I needed to bring a skiff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "I could bring my skiff, or I could bring the Ginu." Trying to figure out which one I should bring. Um, knowing that Andrew was going to try to get some photos mm-hmm. and videos, you know, while we were there, I was like, I really should probably call him and, and figure out which one he'd be <laughs> the most comfortable on. You know, obviously the skiff's going to be the most stable, but, um, so I, I call him and I'm like, Hey man, uh, you know, this is what I'm thinking. Larry's, you know, I asked Larry about the river. He said, you know, the Ginu might make more sense. And yeah. it's like, you're the one that's going to have, you know, the most value out there on the water at the time of, you know, doing it. Like, would you feel comfortable doing it out of the Ginu? He's like, uh, I've seen you operate one. He literally <laughs> said that. He said, dude, I've seen you drive a Ginu. And I was like, Andrew, Andrew, I drive a Ginu like that when it's just me. Right. I don't drive a Ginu like that with I'm with somebody like. I don't yeah. care if I die. Yeah, give me some credit. You know? <laughs> you know. So, but anyway, he was he was up for it, and so yes, the, I did not drive like a maniac. And also, with two people in it, the Ginu you can't drive you like can't. a maniac. Yeah. There's it's it doesn't get fast enough to where it's dangerous. <laughs> so, yeah, going going up river, um, even at full tilt, we were we were not breaking any world land speed records. Well, I think you said the river runs consistently at the level that it was at, about two to three knots. Wow. So, All right. You know, it was a, it was a pretty swift current. Yeah, it's pretty swift, swift current. Yeah. Um, and we actually, unexpectedly on the way down, uh, we're coming down and we're coming <laughs> like this we're coming river right sweeping turn. Corner. Corner. And like probably a, a good forty-five to sixty-degree corner, 
and we can see that it's like it's starting to get <laughs> starting to get like uh, a little choppy. Can we are is this going to get worse that we can't see around the corner? And like I even I like I told Ben, all right, I'm grabbing a paddle, I'm stopping fishing, and like like we like yeah made sure like but it w- ended up being fine to get through. But it was like one of those oh shit, you didn't yeah. tell us about this <laughs> yeah. But what, uh, what, are, what are, like we know, there's rapids yeah. potentially on this river. What is this going to be? Right. And uh, so you guys went through unscathed. Yeah, we did. And then you <laughs> got back upriver. You said it was easier, like like no big yeah. deal going upriver. Yeah, running back up through them, it it did not look nearly as menacing as drifting down towards them. Um. Also, floating down towards them, I had it was me and Andrew in the Ginu, and he had been taking photos and so he's like hey if you want to fish you know go ahead and so i was fishing and fishing and we had seen the rapids coming up and we had seen them kind of go through them and uh he's like hey you might want to reel up looks like it's gonna get a little sporty and i was like man ain't no need to reel up when i'm gonna catch a fish right now and on that cast you caught one i caught i caught one he's like no no shit oh my god you call one right now So I'm fighting the fish. He's still trying to, like, he, he had already put his camera gear away away because he was worried about, so, yeah. you know. So he's, like, fumbling, trying to pull the camera gear out. He's like, anyway, we got it to the boat, released, and, and made it through and, and in great fashion. So it all worked out. But killer time. So we get everything loaded back up, trailered up, make it back to camp. Yes. And finished the last cleanup of camp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Packed up, got everything packed into the vehicles. And then as um, smart outdoorsmen would typically do, we decided it was time to try to figure out if the rattlesnakes were still in the uh, <laughs> box blind. Yep. And if they were, how could we fuck with them? So that we could get a photo of them. Yeah, so uh, I really, looking back, wish that like there was a GoPro, like on on, the end on, of on like no 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 like on the hood Just, of yeah watching one us. of the vehicles watching us because I did see a couple of photos that Andrew took where flailing around. No, they're photos. So it's it's but it's like what do you guys hear like a popping noise? Yeah, it's Jameson it's popping I, his leg under the table. It's oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, what's going on? Um, no, it, the photo, which ca- you know captures that fucking moment in time, is was hysterical to me because everybody was like, okay, we know that because when when we got back, um, the bigger snakes were back out where we'd seen them mm-hmm. on the Friday because it was nice and sunny on Sunday and they were like warming themselves up. Warm. But they immediately, when they like, they never even buzzed at us. They yeah. just whoosh, off they went underneath. And I was like, son of a bitch. You know, I wanted to hopefully let Andrew get some good pictures because he never got good pictures. I just got fucking shitty cell phone video, right? And, um, so we all kind of stayed away from that while we were packing up. And then at the very end, we're like, well, shit, they're still not here. And that's when I realized that there was the door. And I was like, well, shit. 
we could open the door to the box blind and they're going to be inside there. So then Andrew can get some video or some, and I didn't know at the time, like you just told us earlier that Andrew's like got a serious issue with snakes. I had no idea. So I'm like advocating, let's, let's fucking open that door. And uh, Andrew's like, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> that's all he said was, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm like, what? Andrew was not about trying to find more snakes. Yeah. And so I was like, well, you can see the doors like cracked open. And I was like, but the, you know, there was, there was uh, a piece of wood. Yeah. It was like almost like a, a bench or something that something. was leaned up against mm-hmm. almost like a picnic bench looking something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I was like, well, we've got to get that picnic bench off of the door, and then we'll be able to open it. And uh, Jameson's like, I, I, I can fuck get the... It, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I'll do it. And the picture that I am recalling from seeing that Andrew sent me is Ben and James, Jameson is like... You may have already opened the like. I think the door was open by this point because you you did pull that piece of wood back, and the yeah. door is cracked open, and it's probably cracked open about a foot and a half, mm-hmm. two feet. Jameson's got like about a six foot piece of PVC pipe, mm-hmm. like one inch PVC pipe, and you can see he's about to reach in because there is a snake in there that we found, different one than the ones that we originally saw, and he's buzzing, he's pissed. <laughs> And but it took a while to get him pissed no, he off. He was just sitting there. But I, it, had to, I had to touch him with the. Pole. Yeah, but he did eventually. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm just telling you, when I saw the picture, it, it, what it evoked to me was, it was the point where he was pissed because everybody <laughs> in the photo, even though you know photos don't move, but like I was there, so I'm looking at this picture <laughs> and I remember the vibe. Everybody's like wanting to lean into it. But you can see it's like almost like how a fucking cat that's like ready to like back yeah, up. Yeah, you're trying to calculate Ev- the strike distance. Yeah, everybody's everybody's like on the balls of their feet, <laughs> ready to fucking pivot, and it's like hands are up to like you know push somebody. To, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's it's like the down. yeah, it's like the. I don't have to be the fastest. I just, I just don't have, have to be last. You. Yeah, I yeah. just don't. Ha- I just don't let me be last. Uh, and it, it's it's clear like that you're ready to reach in there. You're already reaching. Ben's there, but you can see Ben's like ready to fucking turn and go. I've got a hand up to like because I don't want to get run over by Ben. So at least <laughs> you know I want to live long enough, you know, uh, to not die from a snake. Fuck Larry's down. <laughs> Leave him. <laughs> Leave him. Some bitch is dying anyway. Leave him. Uh, so it's just it's cla- it was it, like it was the culmination of that fucking trip because that's the last thing we did at camp. Yeah, was. Fucked with that stupid fucking rattlesnake like a bunch of fucking morons. Thankfully, it was cold out because yeah, he ain't gonna waste energy. Yeah, and and he didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't want to move. He no. was coiled yeah. up, and I had to touch him with the stick before he moved. And we thought he was just gonna run, but then he threw they, out the yeah. Then he started buzzing at us. And he turned. And yeah, it was so yeah. He buzzed and loud. Yeah, and then he fucking like did did the old Take S. That. 
fucking pulled back into the strike position. <laughs> oh, I was like, uh, we're done. <laughs> Close the door. Close the door. It's <laughs> when you take the PVC and you whack them upside the head real quick, kind of daze them, and then you just... <laughs> I don't think... Oh, so, so, okay, we, we talked about that. So if, if we had dazed the fucking snake, mm-hmm. you know, with the PVC... Yeah. There's two bigger ones that we've seen. Who's going in to get the little guy? And like what he's on is like a piece of wood that it was like, like a pallet on some logs. So it's like there's room under it for something to be there, and there's leaves everywhere. That was also covered in leaves. Like the, ro- the roof had a hole in it. Yeah, like it, it looked. It's, it was the perfect snake, snake house. If the Taliban mind. couldn't kill me, oh rattler's not gonna get me, boy. <laughs> Well, no, we well we no. we know where their house is. Next time we go up, yeah. When we go up there next time, no, you no, can no, go. No. You can go in and say hi to the timber rattlers. Snake shot. Don't worry, folks. We'll try to get it on live video to see Mark get bit by a snake. I will. Uh, I'll bring the shotgun next time. If you want to I donate for his medical I, bills, I don't I, like. Listen, I, I'm opposed. I'm opposed to the arms. idea of killing them. Like, they are beneficial to well, they're part the, of the ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just visiting their fucking hood. The fuck, it would make a sweet belt or a hat band. I had it there. Or a bolo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You wear the bolo a lot, huh, Mark? Shit, I want to fuck with this guy. He's wearing a bolo and pearl snaps. So we, uh... <laughs> Ooh. We quietly closed the door and leaned the wood back up against the yeah. old retired box blind and made so a convoy time. out the dirt road to the... What was it? Raceway? And then we headed into town. I don't think it was no, Raceway. It no, it was some kind of weird off-brand. It was blue and yellow. And, it was like uh, a one-of-one one gas station. <laughs> we basically lined up at every gas pump. And then JMO was in the only gas station in town. You're like, yeah. hot damn boys. And he was the very he was the tail end Charlie. With and so his ginu was like back. sticking out like halfway in, like oh, across the parking we lot. We blocked the entire entrance <laughs> to the store. But they had fried chicken. So we went in and we all got fried chicken except for Ben. Ben got a fried pork chop. Well, and I got a one tender. Oh, you got I want to try the tender. Oh, you got a t- you got the combo. Let me tell you right now. You got a pork chop add a tendy to that. Y'all, please. I did. Y'all fucked up. The tender was good. Oh, I, I was but the one when that I compared it to the pork chop. Holy shit. I was the one that was like, "Damn, those pork chops look fucking good." But I was like thinking, you know, I'm probably going to need to eat when thing. I get home, so <laughs> I'm going to just stick with the tender snack. Wait, was there a man or a woman? Both. Serving. Both. Oh, see, that's a dangerous game. Cause, Big man, know, skinny woman. Yeah. Hey, honey. Mind throwing me one of them chicken tenders? I got you, sweetie. She puts three in there for you. I got the four tender with the double fries. They, they weren't of that age. Just a little snack. Oh, they, were, they were a little okay. too young too, for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got the three tender with two sides. Did they have? Mac and cheese and green beans, and them things were good. So so Liver we and gizzards? They had them. Oh, fuck yeah, man. So we it's proceed like chicken. to go out and commence to picnicking. Yeah. Well, they, On the ginu. They didn't have any seating in, inside. No. So while we're picnicking, 
we've got every fucking gas pump <laughs> at the fucking place blocked. And here we are picnicking on the Ginu. And y'all boys ain't from around here. Old boy pulls up, but he's the in a sun stop. Is what it's called. The Sun Stop. Stop. Yes. He's <laughs> he's in a, a work truck, like a yeah. construction work truck with like the logo on the door, the whole bit. White pickup. And I'm sitting there fucking shoving chicken in my pie hole. And <laughs> we, we all are. Yeah, we all are. And I realize, fuck. We're blocking we're the blocking entire the <laughs> So I'm like, fellas, we got to move. So I start high-stepping it towards the jeep because i i'm actually doing the fucking cardinal sin i'm blocking the one pump with the fucking diesel and he's in a diesel that used to piss me yeah same here same here like i've got a diesel so that's why i was like heightened awareness i got like it just boys using a diesel pump well by that point he had figured out he could wiggle through and had gone down and like done the U-turn, the angry U-turn, the you're blocking the fucking diesel pump U-turn, and pulled up. So now he's on the opposite side of the pump, and I'm trying to get down, get in the Jeep, get it moved. And I know we have committed the fucking cardinal sin. Well, Larry, Larry said it, and we all knew it immediately. And so we started scattering like like rats <laughs> with the lights turned on. And, it, and we were like, oh, shit. And it's funny because... Like there, it was dead when we got there. Yeah, and there like by no the time we there. all parked, I had actually moved my truck to the side of the building because because you know it's Sunday, Sunday school. Ben's yeah. take, Ben's doing the right thing. We're the <laughs> so, asshole. Well, yeah. Ben was not the asshole if his mom's listening. Ben, ben was on the other me. side of the. Pump. Well, because I was on the other side. He and wasn't with the us. The canoe was sticking out so far. This one guy I saw him pulling. He was like looking, and I was like gave him like the hell on man. And I moved, he's like, dude, thanks, no worries. So we went inside, we got food. Which is the perfect segue. I was proactive, and I, as the big fat bastard was getting out of his truck, I threw my hand up, and I said, sorry about that. Totally in the wrong here. Didn't mean to block the pump. And before I could finish like the apology, he's like, that's a bunch of bullshit what y'all are doing. And I was like, that's why I'm trying to apologize. You're right. Sorry about that. And he goes, fuck all y'all. And I said, said, really? Fuck you, you fat piece of shit. I was going to (laughs) say. And then I was like, but it's like, Come on, man. We're at least trying to apologize. We recognize that we were all trying to get out of the way. Did he go in the store? I don't know. I have no idea. We, we I was just, gonna say I so would have hung up his pump on him. So, <laughs> so we peel out right, and there wasn't like, uh, hey, we're gonna meet up somewhere, right? That was like <laughs> that was that <laughs> was the, it was the Irish goodbye. It was like <laughs> yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so, I would have fucking poked the bear with that guy. Well, Son what was bitch. funny is Larry gets out. Andrew's right behind him. Jameson's making a U-turn, and the dude's like looking at Jameson, like, "Come over here, I fucking dare you." Somebody. But was he looking at Jameson? Because he could have been looking at you. Because I was, was on the other side. What exactly? You didn't see the wild, crazy fucking eye that he had. <laughs> he had no. a fu- oh, dude, oh, he, had, he had the googly he, eye. He had the fucking crazy <laughs> fuck like. It's, he, a, it's I mean, a country eye. Yeah, I mean, no, he I had... See that. And that's why I was like, you know, when he started with the I ain't accepting your apology, y'all can all fuck off, that's when I was like, 
this guy's going to walk back and reach in and come out with like a fucking pistol because right. he thinks, you know, like, I was defending my goddamn gas pump, Your Honor. I was standing my ground. Right. Like, when I saw him headed back to the truck, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my last insult in, call him a fat bastard, and I'm rolling. <laughs> well, if anything, he'll clip the back. He's out of the truck, right. and he's like looking like this. And he sees James, he's just making eye contact with the grill of his truck. Oh, I didn't even know. Cause oh, yeah. Cool. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to peel off till I make sure Jameson like, gets to the road. Because I know I'm going out the back, like the side where he's not on. And the way that the place is set up, right, <laughs> it's along, it's, it par- the gas pumps parallel the main road of the town. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Six so pumps, there's three there's, on each side. There's spots on the roadside and spots on the inside. We were on the inside. And he was on the very last pump on the roadside when he had finally pulled in and found his spot. And I knew from being there earlier in the week, there was a dirt road to the right that comes out on the other side, like off of their property. And I was like, ah, I can kind of make the turn around the pump and around his truck, but I don't really want to do that. <laughs> like, are we just moving around to get away from this guy? Or are we like hauling balls? And so I pulled to the right, and I had to make a sharp turn to get onto the dirt road and get out to the main road. And God, I would have poked the bear so hard, man! I would have thrown well, that fucking well, chicken. I, I didn't know what the fuck bag. was going on. Right. Like I, I saw the exchange between Larry and him, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And then Larry peeled off. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck's going on?" No, like yeah. oh, I'm trying to apologize. Well, oh, and then it was here. funny because I'm like, Jameson, you're behind me at that point. Yeah, and I look I in the rearview mirror, and I'm like. Fuck! I have all three trash bags in my truck still. Like t- you know, tailgates down because I'm like I can't get on the highway like this. So <laughs> pulled back into Dollar General Market and Jameson pulls in behind me. I'm like Ben, what are we doing? I'm like I'm throwing away trash. He's like, was was that goodbye? I was like, yeah, I don't think there's a formal a formal one this time. Like, I think it's I was, just like, I was like going home. Yeah. Did, did Larry tell you to meet up here or something? Nope. nope. I was like, no. I just I, I know there's like if I don't throw it away here, I'm probably throwing away on the side of the highway. It bounces out. No, like I, when I when I fucking pulled out, I was like, I, I'm not sticking around because that yeah. guy was just a little too fucking nutty yeah. and a little too fucking just angry. And then like <laughs> well, I looked over <laughs> in the seat next to me. Yeah. And those chicken tenders were calling. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to eat my fucking chicken tenders, and they'll figure it out. They know it's time to go. I would have thrown one at his fat ass. Fuck no, they were too good. Bend over and try to pick that up, tubby. The the best part was... Oh, God. My direction's out. I had to drive back by the gas station. So he didn't didn't see me. He was filling up a... to-go canister. Okay. One of those old metal five-gallon Jerry canister. Can. Yeah. Jerry cans. When I'm trying to be courteous, See, he's, that's what that's my wrong. Yeah, exactly. And then you go full dick. Oh, it's on, motherfucker. Right. It's. But he was, he had that fucking lazy eye. I'd give him another one. He, okay, he was, he was, he was in a work truck. He was in work clothes on a Sunday. It's, it's okay. You remember, what's that movie? He had his, uh, what I would assume was his wife in the truck with him, too. Did he? Okay. And, and if you'll show your ass like that with your wife there, you're truly fucking crazy. Yeah. What was it? Uh, on on the Lord's Deeds. Day in That's a small right. town? With Oof. Steve Buscemi. We had double crazy. I would have given him both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, let me fix your problem. Uh, so that was that was the uh, that was the end of trip. The, the Swanee <laughs> adventure. Good thing Mark didn't go. <laughs> What, what county is that? 
I don't know um, where the county is. <laughs> uh, Columbia County, I Columbia. believe. Columbia County. Columbia County. <laughs> the funny thing was, I think he was the first white guy we saw that day at the gas station. Mm-hmm. And he yep. was the only asshole we saw. Everybody else, Everybody like, else moved around. Totally in, cool. Did their stuff. Yeah. And, anywho. Well, uh, we, we made it. We missed you, Mark. You should have uh, told the family to go have fun that you were going chilling with the boys for spring break. Ripped my belt off and said, boy, you're about to get a beating like your daddy gave you with that eye. Yeah, <laughs> bless. Yeah, it's so, like, when when they're doing that shit, you know, uh, you're you're trying to do the right thing and they fucking pull the dick move. It's not cool. It, he waited for all of, what, a minute? A minute total. and a half. I'll give him a minute and a half. Um... Fly Fishing Film Tour, Fly Fishing yeah. Film Tour, Fly Fishing Film Tour, April 15th, 6 p.m. Starts the tailgate at Marine Discovery Center. Come on out, hang out with us. $20 tickets. There will You're be. You're a fucking idiot if you don't show up. It's fucking awesome. We had such a good time last year. Um, the tailgate is just a hoot. Uh, Simple Skiffs will be on site with one of their skiffs. If you've always wanted to see, I guess they're south of their boats. They're going to be there, uh, probably handing out some swag as well. Uh, we are having the big raffle. Uh, River Smith has uh, donated to the raffle, as we previously discussed. Echo Fly Rods has put something in the raffle. Uh, Old City Fly Shop mm-hmm. has put stuff in the raffle. Grundens has fucking buried us <laughs> in raffle stuff. Um, by the way, if you shop at Grundens.com, you can do Taylor 20 for an extra 20% off, oh. even if it's on sale. They got this big sale going on. Right yeah. Now, uh, I was talking to Pip today, old well, Persol, and uh, he just got uh the pants oh yeah and he got like every color they make and they were like uh what do you say they were they're stretchy boy they're on they're on sale and it was like whatever percentage off plus the 20 percent yeah i'm getting like 65 percent off something like that carolina money right there boy oh <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, uh, we hope to see you at the at the movies out there on the grass field. There, oh, yeah. there will be an award for the best tailgate. That's right. Uh, and the winner of that award last year, Dewan, um, who um, I mean was serving filet mignon and lobster, lobster tail, lobster, and he won the award for best tailgate. He is back to defend, defend. his title. And, and it doesn't have to be steak and lobster. Yeah, it just we're not, has to be tasty. Tasty we're not, we're not and, and, and unique. Yeah. 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 If you can come out there with a mean chili dog, you'll win over <sighs> the hearts and minds of this crew. Yes. Good hot dog. Mm. Um, I've already been uh, planning our contribution to the tailgate. And yes, 100%. I will be bringing enough so that. Uh, Folks that are swinging through can help themselves to a little bit of what I bring. So uh, try to be mindful if you're doing the tailgate. If you can, make enough to share. Yep. Um, 
you know, but don't be the guy that shows up with nothing that just, you know, grazes from tailgate to tailgate. Um, <laughs> at least be part of the tailgate. Listen, if you're going to stop at Publix to get the pub subs, grab the box of wings, too. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Um, we want to congratulate Kevin Reynolds. Uh, yeah. He won the fly box, fly box in our fly tithing raffle. Um, we have not yet begun to refill the fly tithing box, but when we do, we have a fly south fly box that will uh, end up being raffled off at some point during the future. So uh, look for that. Yep, I know I have a, a handful to throw in there. Nice. And uh, I, I was remiss in uh, when we were talking about uh, Riversmith. <laughs> okay. The, I'm, I'm happy you're going to broach this topic because I just showed it to Ben. Um, <laughs> who said this? This was a sticker. So I believe it was at the Atlanta show. Uh, Gink and Gasoline yes. um, posted <laughs> the picture of the sticker that was going around that got a lot of people big mad, like big mad on Instagram. Yeah. Um, there was a sticker someone made that says, your mom is my rod vault. And that's just fucking funny. I don't care who you are. Um and there was so much virtue signaling going on, like the inability for newer generations, younger generations um, to understand humor and like laugh about shit. I think it's gone. It's gone. And it's, it's really fucking sad. Um, you know, little, little uh, secret. I know who made that sticker. Through the old Coconut Telegraph, uh, I had heard about it, and then when it showed up in uh, the Instagram feed there um, with Gink and Gasoline, and then all the young'uns were pouring gasoline on it, being fucking, you know, just aghast at how could you say that and do that. The guy that came up with that sticker, he has a rod vault, too. You know, it's poking fun at himself, at the whole thing. It's just... It's funny. It's funny. (laughs) Like, fucking laugh a little bit, man. Jesus Christ. So anyway, I just saw that note, and I was like, my God, you all are fucking soft bitches. (laughs) Um, Let's see. We've already talked about the rod boots that uh, we got to... Test out from Trestle. It's a, um, it's a super, great squirrel round there, James. Super awesome. Two, two, two. We have a listener question. Uh oh. Just came in today. Uh oh. Um, and uh, just want to okay. let everyone know we're experts out there. A little bit of buttering up to start with, of course. <laughs> Requisite. Hey guys, I was listening to the latest episode. First of all. All caps, bravo. I felt like I had the same conversations with my friends. Don't look at Larry's Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) It'll ruin it for you. I do have one question I'd like to pose to the group. 
at what point does talking about a fishing spot become spot burning? For example, fishing a river, you can name the river and it's all good. But when you start narrowing narrowing it down to a certain pull out or a bend in the river, it's spot burning. Where do you guys draw the line? So, on a river, I don't think there is any spot burning because it's a little bit different than what we see down here. Yeah, because a river, everybody's going to fish the river. There's no, Larry has his honey holes that none of us know how to get to because there's a portal back here in the Mosquito Lagoon. But uh, a river, I don't think there's spot burning. Like, you're not the first person to fish this hole. No, I, I think so, there, no, I think there, is, I think there can be spot burning mm-hmm. on a river. I think, yeah, like. There's a couple put-in spots at the South Holston, a couple takeout spots. Everyone has to go through the river. But there's certain fishier spots that, like, if you take a picture with X in the background and you're, like, doing that a lot, people are going to be, okay, there's fish and we're going to post up here. That's kind of it. Where I fish in Boone a lot, a lot of it's, like, walking wade stuff that's very small. And can easily get overpressured, and that turns into a lot of the local guys talking about spot burning with that, and the guy who I typically go with. What is, like so, I can differentiate one rhododendron from another. <laughs> no, but in this case, if I were to even say the creek name, it's such a small creek. Okay, blurry your background, folks, from Ben. Crick. You, creek, creek. Yeah, and so I've got a buddy I fish with who's like, yeah. I know yeah. that rock. Don't say anything about this. Why would people get upset about little trickle pickles? Because they're fun as fuck. It's my favorite way to fish for f- trout. I I'll know that rock. It is so cool to me. <laughs> Nerd. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> um, I don't... <laughs> okay, so, hold on. Let's go around the table one at a time. So, Ben, where do you draw the line? You can't say the name of the river or the creek? Depends on the size of the river or creek. See, we're not. You're not going to straddle the fucking line. We're not in Bristol. You can't stand in two states at one time. <laughs> there is no political answer here. Just what's your line? Not depends on. Non-bipartisan. <clears throat> no, fuck that. I'm allowed to have an opinion. I can have whatever opinion I want. <laughs> I, if I can say I fish the South Holston, wow. that's not necessarily spot burning. That's the whole fucking river. But if I say okay, I so X, that's a lot more clear than. Well, it depends on the size of the river. Well, okay, but I think I laid out a pretty decent argument. Then <laughs> I said some of these creeks are so small. You okay, so you're saying on the creek level, you don't name the creek. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you draw the line at 
creeks. Yeah, in the freshwater world, yeah, creeks is okay. two tributaries. That wasn't creeks. hard. You didn't have to yell well, at me. Well, I had to figure out how to... Well, you tried to squeeze me into a box, <laughs> and I didn't like that. Okay. You, you tried to make me into a statement, and I didn't like it. I was like, no, I'm allowed to figure this out. Okay. And, America! Yes, it took me a minute to articulate it, but that's... And that's all I was trying to help you do. Okay. I mean... It's my First Amendment right, Larry. There's no, <laughs> no reason to get angry and yell. Could you imagine if he had that second beer? Oh, he'd hit him. He had that Bojangles. <laughs> okay, so when it comes to fresh water, Ben draws the line at. Don't talk to Ben about the it. creek level. Cricks. Don't don't talk about what what holler you're up in or what creek you're fishing because that's spot burning. But if you say, well, I'm fishing the Watauga today, that's okay. Everybody fishes the fucking Watauga. Um, that's reasonable. What about saltwater? Saltwater's harder. Okay. I, I don't think so. Mm, well, by us, no. If somebody mm. up here said something, I'd be like, what the... Well... Because so many things, and maybe it's freshwater too, but I don't know it that way. As so many things are named, like we've got Tiger Shoals and Bissett Bay, and there's very, you know, everything's kind of got its own little quadrant. So if you start shooting off at the hip, and I'm, I fished here and killed it, and then moved here and killed like that's spot burning. Um, but there's spots everybody knows. Right. That's what uh, that I, was. But I, I was gonna say it, but I didn't feel like getting yelled at. <laughs> And that's fair. Um, <laughs> and he's got that pimp uh, hand. he's got that pimp hand up. He's he's that snake. <laughs> he's coiled back at the S. The rattler's going. Um, I get that they're all spots everybody knows, but because fish move, and one time, some days it's hot, some days it's cold in that spot. I just don't tell people where I catch fish. I mean, you guys, I'll talk to about it, but like, not. I don't put on Instagram and geotag. This is exactly where I got them. And I, I understand that someone can go out the next day and those fish probably aren't there. They might have moved. They might be doing something else, following the shoreline. I don't know. So I know it's a little bit tricky. And then the way I've kind of chosen to look at it too is. It's somebody else's spot if they took you there. So if Mark takes me to a spot that I've never fished before, kill it or not, I don't fish that necessarily without Mark. And I don't take other people to that spot. And I understand so the river. of you. Well, it, it, let's say we go and we get on Big Fish or something, or we have a banner day. And then Mark is like, dude, that was fun. And we're like, okay, keep it on the hush-hush. And then Mark comes back, and I'm taking somebody else in there. Huh. Like, yeah. Like, you <laughs> you fucked up. Like, you you burned that spot because that person's going to probably take another person or tell that person. And yeah, it's like a betrayal enough. to you. So in that sense, that's what I mean. Saltwater spot burning is trickier. And that's my stance, and I won't yell at anybody. So it'd be fair to say if it's spot burning for us in the salt, whether it's in the Keys or here or Gas Bay in the Bay, 
like if someone takes Cuba. you to a spot that you've never been to, you've never looked at it and thought, wow, I should fish over there, that you should hold that in confidence. And if you break that confidence, then that would be the definition of spot burning. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, what if I happen to just be cruising past and see you over there and go, hmm, I should try that the next time I'm out? I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, me either. Okay, cool. We're on solid. Jameson, fresh water. What are your limits without without yelling? <laughs> I'll try to keep myself contained. Um, I keep it to names of rivers or creeks. Okay. Um, first off, everybody knows I don't catch big fish anyway. So if you want to follow me to a spot and... Well, it doesn't have to be about big fish. What if, what if it's just like ridiculous numbers? It doesn't doesn't matter. I mean, everybody knows that you have the tread patterns for the fucking hatchery truck. Well. You know where they back into the river, and you're like, yep, that's the I, hatchery I, truck I, right there. I do Come have, on, boys. I do have a couple box of pellet flies. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, if it's, uh, if it's easy, so it's So to you, it's just, it's just straight up name in the fucking river yeah i'll keep it at the name of the river it, so here's my thing with so it, you're saying is, it's okay for you to be like you know i was on the well Ocoee today yeah so what about like were you on the upper Ocoee or lower Ocoee? i'll go uh, like i'll go uh, so like the, the river that i usually fish when i go to north carolina is the natahala um or nantahala depending on how you what does that mean in cherokee no fucking clue anyway um, a lot of the times I fish the upper section of that river. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of takeouts and put-ins there, um, you know, and if somebody, so I'm not the type of person to brag about a banner day. I might brag about a banner, you know, moment. Hey, I caught this really great fish today and this and that. Great and tell, story behind the fish. Tell about the experience, but I'm not going to put in characteristics of exactly where i was but if i asked you how long it was how would you show me um exactly this big man (laughs) about half the size of the cork man um no i you know i i fish and if even if i post a picture on instagram or even if i really have to tell somebody i'll do general areas right hey i caught it at you know on this river and if somebody wants to dig deeper, I don't typically go into that with them, you know? It's, right. And with Google Maps, you can fucking find any hole anyway. Right. You know? Um, and in the salt water, same thing. Oh, I caught this fish in Mosquito Lagoon. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Okay. Or the Mecca, Melbourne. Right. So... Well, so if you... I preface everything with, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, you... So don't take anything that I say for it's, truth. It's like the beginning of a, a YouTube uh, video. Yeah. Do not do this. This yeah. is purely for your entertainment. Right. We've all seen I'm an jackass. asshole. I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah, okay. Do I not, like that. Do not take my advice as fact. The disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't know what I'm doing. I was just out in Mosquito Lagoon. I'm, I'm liable to be drunk while I'm out there, so yeah, I don't even know what shorelines <laughs> I pulled. Yeah, 
I don't know all these fucking names these guys <laughs> call these places. Oh, dude, I have no idea. Yeah. You got half of the ones you just routed off. <laughs> I have no clue. No. All right, Mark. Freshwater, I'll blow that shit up all day. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, don't give no fucks. No. You what? Gotta, you going to piss off some trout weenies? Big fucking deal. Yeah. And you know what I've noticed kind of voyeuristically is trout weenies have fucking zero situational awareness. Ben Sittig will fucking do a huge fly fisherman video and say that he's fishing the fucking Yellowstone River and people get howling pissed off mad in their fucking comments. And if you watch the video, you know it ain't the fucking Yellowstone. Yellowstone. (laughs) And it's like... But he, because he said, they're like, how dare you fucking call out the Yellowstone, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, he wasn't fishing the Yellowstone. Like, pay the fuck attention. Put the fucking weed down. Right. Anyway. Smoke some more weed. Chill I digra- out. Yeah, there you go. Chill, bro. Yeah. Right. Take a lewd. <laughs> they still have those? <laughs> Did I date myself? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> All right, so, so Mark yeah, gives zero water. fucks about freshwater. Yeah, I mean, you want the fucking numbers? He'll give you the goddamn numbers. The fucking trout. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you can tin car that shit. Right. Throw your woolly bugger with your hopper dropper. <sighs> goddamn girdle bug. Like what? Jameson said, you can look up on your phone and zoom in. Oh, that's. Fucking good hole. Hmm. Dude, trout routes. This stretch right here. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this stretch fucking sucks. I'm not going to fish that. Saltwater. I used to not care. And then it fucking happened to me. Didn't it happen to you this week? You got low hold, high hold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. Orlando East Cape. Did you actually talk to that guy? Or did you just blow the fucking shoreline for him? Both. Good for you. Um, See, this is why you need to keep firecrackers on your boat. That way, when that time arises, you can return fire. (laughs) Baby, you just trim up and just... (laughs) Fan boat the shit out of everything. Oh, God. But, yeah. But, you know, with my... uh, Situation that happened last year. I remember it quite fondly. Big fish. Uh, then. How big? She was big. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw another individual trying to play the angle game. Mm-hmm. With the shoreline, and it's like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, we're not fishing out of Ponce Inlet. I know where that that is. Then I started getting really bitter. Like, I put in a lot of time wa- just watching these fish, finding out what they're doing, not even 
just letting them do their just, thing. Right. Get the pattern Observing. down. Observing. Yeah. It's like, all right, I think I'm confident enough to to do this. And then it's like, oh, motherfucker. The bed say, you burned my spot. You brought brought somebody else in there. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do want to interject here and say I agree with Ben. If somebody shows you a spot, you don't have any authority to take anybody to that spot ever. Well, Unless, you know, certain circumstances. But like, Well, hold on. No, no, no. There can't be the caveat. Unless, unless you get approval from the person that took you there. Like okay. if, if Mark took me to a spot, right, and I knew it was his spot, and he's like, hey, man, you know, I know you've been fishing a lot. I know you've been struggling. If you want to go there, go there. Mm-hmm. Or if I ask, and he says yes. But that's the only time. Is there any self-imposed limitation on that? Yeah, I think there always should be. You know, Which, like what? Just sort of respect the respect that it wasn't, you're not the one that found it or put in the work, you know? So, like, don't, I, don't go there every day. The, answer, the answer I was looking for is, yes, clearly that'll be a solo fishing day. I will... I'm grateful that he said I can go back there, but I am definitely not taking some dick beater with me. Right. I was not in suggesting that I was bringing anybody with me. No, I... I, I and beating dicks. <laughs> <laughs> dicks will be beaten, but, you know. You know what they say about... But, I mean... Gotta do something while I'm out there. I guess, you know, I gotta rethink my, my freshwater thing, too. Kind of goes back to that. Like, well, I think it's safe. You could say, oh, yeah, I was out of Fox Lake or I was down on the St. John's. Yeah. I yeah. don't know that I would say I was up the econ. That just sounds nasty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Gross. Gross. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I guess trout fishermen put in time to find these holes and... I guess I don't know. It seems kind of easy. You know, you throw a bobber out there, and <laughs> well, so you can say it. I don't have anything okay. to say. Um, if you have you looked at my Instagram, the biggest trout that I've caught is like eighteen inches. Like it's not. It's I, not I, nothing I say, to write home about. I say I don't care about freshwater hotspots. That's just because I don't know enough about it. Well, it's just not in your wheelhouse. It's not what you do all the time. No, it's not. But I know where those fish are now. Mm -hmm. They're they're not where they were last year. I found them again, and they're (laughs) just as happy in a different spot. And I'm sure it's because of pressure, whether from guides and, you know, whatever. But so... My opinion to share with the listener on hot spotting. Um, there aren't any fucking secrets anymore. Um, Agree. There was a fucking dude wearing cut off fucking Levi jean shorts, drinking a fucking PBR, wearing a fucking Almond Brothers concert t shirt that has fished that spot. Back in 1974. <laughs> and uh, we are not the first ones to discover it. It's no fucking secret. It's not the first time. Um, 
with that being said, everybody has a fucking milk run. I don't care mm-hmm. who you are, whether Fair you're enough. a guide on the, you know, whatever tailwater or freestone or, you know, you are a blue liner, you've got a fucking milk run. And you can hold it close to the chest if you want to, but there's a good likelihood that your milk run is the same as a whole lot of other guys' milk run. And if it's not, there's a lot of guys or girls that have seen your truck at the trailhead, at the put-in, at the boat ramp. You've certainly seen my fucking green whip ray in the same fucking spots over the last 20 fucking years. I go to the same fucking holes. I fish the same fucking spots because I've learned them. Mm-hmm. And I know them. I know that point is almost always going to hold a fish or two. I know that it gets a little bit deeper past that mangrove. For whatever reason, there's always a fish or two there. It's because I've put the fucking time in. So when it comes to hot spotting, I think that we hot spot ourselves a lot more than we should really worry about, you know, someone hot spotting our spots. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to personal responsibility. If you don't trust who you're fishing with, number one, you shouldn't be fishing with them. Number two, it's a fucking sport where we share damn near everything. So, you know, if you're willing to tell me what fly was working for you, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you throw me a bone and be like, hey, you know, you need by to... The way. Yeah, by the way. So it really, to me, hot spotting where I draw the line is, are you cool? And I could line you up and be like, you're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Anybody that gets a you're cool, you can't hotspot me because I'd give you the fucking... Uh, you could call me on the phone and say, hey, man, I'm out right now and I'm fucking just getting my ass kicked. Can you throw me a fucking, you know, lifeline? Yep. Where are you? I'm here. Have you tried over here yet? Yeah, man. There's fucking nothing there. What about over here? What about... Because... I used to be of the mindset that I had a few really special places that, you know, I was pushing the fucking boundaries of that new frontier and I'd never seen anybody else in there. Right. And then your ego steps in and you're like, I got to fucking show somebody this shit <laughs> so they know how fucking brilliant I am. Nobody. Nobody fucking goes back there, but this fucking smart motherfucker did, <laughs> and he found fish, and those fish are always back there. So I'm like, hey, Mark, what are you doing on Tuesday? Because, you know, those fucking assholes that are out here all the weekend, mm-hmm. by Tuesday, the fish fucking chill out. Yeah. 
there's a whole lot less eyeballs out here on a Tuesday. And I ain't talking about fish eyeballs. I'm talking about those fucking guys from Orlando that are over here looking and fucking trying to scheme and fucking getting our spots. I got a place I want to show you. And I show you. And I don't even say it because I expect it. Because you're not one of the ones that I say, fuck you. I say, you're cool. Right. But then, lo and behold, a year later, somebody that you trust and somebody that you love, like a brother, is having a fucking rough day. Mm -hmm. And you're like, hey, man, let me show you a spot. Well, I used to get fucking butt hurt when I would show somebody one of those fucking Larry's a brilliant motherfucker spots <laughs> only to find out that they shared that spot with somebody else. And then I started thinking about it. Why am I getting fucking worked up about it? Cause I've got 11 billion other fucking places I can fish in the lagoon. So ultimately hot spotting. If anybody gets fucking upset about hot spotting, whatever river creek or whatever you really fucking got the blinders on man you're a horse looking straight ahead take the fucking blinders off get a whole fucking peripheral view of everything and say holy shit this is a big bad world i can actually challenge accepted motherfuckers you're in my spots i'm gonna go find the next i'm gonna one. go find the next one i'm gonna be yeah. the motherfucker with the cutoff shorts and the goddamn concert t-shirt with my pbr i'm gonna show you motherfuckers i'm a first time goddamn plant the flag on the beach we're fucking doing it hell yeah brother so that's my take hope we answered your question next that's it <laughs> I think that's all the show notes. Uh, that's all the show notes, but there's a couple other things that I think we need to cover. Oh, you um, thought you were out easy, Ben. Yeah, Larry's, no, Larry's super <laughs> secret special show notes. <laughs> no, I, I just I think there's I just legitimately think there's a couple of other things that didn't make it on the show notes that we needed to talk. If you were about. interested, uh, one web eighteen. Is going to be launching from Satisha Dawan Space Centre, India. Oh, let me get my binoculars. <laughs> Just space nerd stuff. You know, I could have um, pulled it up and we could have listened to it. Oh, oh I got a. Wow. Oh, whoa, whoa, who is this? <laughs> Oh, hold on. I got to open the Instagram. Hold on, boys. We got... Mark got a hot note. Oh, yeah, we did. Who is this? Wait, where'd it go? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it's a comment. Let me, let me get to this. How do I do this? Stay close to the people who feel like sunshine. Oh, let me turn the music down. It's on my reel. Who is this? Where'd it go? Captain Swamp Boy. United States Coast Guard Airboat Fishing Captain Robbie. He pissed off the Said to me, only a coward says he will punch a girl in the face. So, obviously, he listens to the show. 
your reputation must be getting around. He honestly doesn't know what we're about. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so serious. Right. Wow. You know, it's funny when somebody like that takes the... Uh, hey, Mark, thanks a lot, buddy. In, one star review incoming. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Mark. <laughs> you're taking over Larry's Twitter, aren't you? I mean, that was like three weeks ago, dude. Yeah, if if not f- longer. Longer. But it was just the first name that came to mind. I don't... Oh, God. Settle down, Nancy. <laughs> I, I don't. Do you really need a captain's license to to operate a blowboat? If you're hunting, no. You don't need a captain's license I, to guide people for hunting, by the way, which is really fucking scary. Right. Where, where's he from? Louisiana or something? Uh, somewhere in Florida. Bass. Some, well, they have those in Louisiana, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Florida-only fish. Down by the Keys, maybe. No, there's a, you know, the, the fucking shark dragged up on the fucking gravel. That's cool. Yeah, he's a real sportsman. Um, did he tell you he's going to beat your ass or anything? No, they're... Uh, sportsman and defender of women. Typical, yeah, I got my deer. Let's rub the blood on the face. Oh, God, got my blood pressure up. Captain Swamp Boy. Double Y. All right. Well, I can't remember what. I, Sorry. I thought I had a couple of notes Whew. appended in my, my brain. Got my fingers going. All right. Settle down. You're good. God. So, I didn't save the link, but I will suggest to anybody that uh, gives a shit about my recommendations, um, <laughs> there is a really good... Um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. just put out a uh, on YouTube one of his podcasts. Um, it's actually an probably a ten minute short that was pulled out of uh, I think it's Ask Junior, Ask Dale, or something uh, segment where um, they're just like shooting the shit around the table like we do, and since it's final four season, right? Or not final. What is it? Uh, Sweet 16? March Madness. March Madness. March Madness. Um, they did on their show a bracket and basically voted on each item on the, like on each leg of the bracket mm-hmm. to pick a winner. And like the, you know, as the winners moved, like it, and and I would say they theirs would be the equivalent of probably what the elite eight or like the sweet sixteen or whatever, and then it moved to the ultimate winner, and it was <clears throat> the best beer, ooh, but it wasn't like the best brand of beer, which is what was kind of beer type, yeah, but it's not even. A, the beer type that you're already thinking. I can see you are you thinking Pilsner, you know, Kolsch, all that. No. They had broken it down. And we should fucking listen to it right now. Um, the, it was like 
the beer on the boat or beach, mm. the victory beer, the um, shower beer. Shower beer's up there. Um, and they, they like went through and like everybody, like some people are like, shower beer? What the fuck's a shower? <sighs> <laughs> you, got, you guys up for it? You want to listen to it? It's actually fucking pretty amusing. Sure. All right. Let's look, see if we can find it here. Glad everyone looked to me like I am the fucking deciding vote. <laughs> Mark's trying to kill his Instagram foe now. Maybe this. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Mark will be like, okay, I can relax. Um, Mark, you're you're tuned. In, you're still plugged in, right? Yep. So let me go into the library here, and I can tell you what to pull up on the old. Wait, we should. Can you see what the bracket is before they go into it? Uh, no, the, you never see the bracket. They're just talking oh, they're about just it. Talking about yeah, it. The, it, which okay. it, which is great because it's like kind of more of our format. Where so it's uh, the title of it is Dale Junior and Mike Davis talk. Best time? No, that's best time to have beer. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, I guess that would be the one I watched. I'm getting a commercial. Hold on. Some problem in some cases. <laughs> yeah, well, something that tastes so bad out of the gate, you think you'd never acquire a taste for it. Yeah, perseverance. <laughs> you just gotta keep going. All right, let's get back to it. Beach boat beer versus after a. Oh, okay, beer. here we go. Ah, man, this is. The I filled out a bracket, Mike. Did you fill one out? I heard that you uh, did not. You were thinking about it? Or? <laughs> they would. You couldn't get the link to work. Couldn't get the link. That's six. I think that's a personal excuse. I don't know. I think it's suspicious. Well, when I win, uh, I, I filled out a bracket, and when I win, it'll be my bracket. <laughs> my bracket. <laughs> because you'll have a beer bracket on that, too. Yeah, you'll feel good about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you, yeah, you told us about your bracket the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who you had in your final four. This is a beer bracket. Uh, okay. The best beer. What What the hell? All right. So, I, you know, when I was hearing about this, Alex, I thought we were actually going to have brands of beer. No. All right. But we're not. These are going to be beers. Uh, it's like situational. Situational beers. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, the first bracket is campfire beer or beach Slash boat beer. Which, by the way, these are ranked. These got seeds. Yeah, and one yeah, through eight. Alex has seeded beach boat beer as the okay, number so one it's the seed elite in this eight. tournament here. Which I don't know if I agree with. And campfire beer being number eight, the right. underdog. All right, so, um, you know, beach boat beer, campfire beer. I think uh, beach boat beer is good for me. I'm going with boat slash beach beer. Definitely over a campfire beer. Mmm... Yeah, campfire. If it if there's campfire, it's, it's a cold, and I want a whiskey. Yeah, boat beer. Uh, I just like the idea of a boat beer because, like, yeah. you know, you're cruising. It's yep. the end of the day, or you're between spots. Yep, and it's just like that cool, refreshing little break. That's gonna move on to my next round. Uh, Go ahead. Hap- number two, bracket number two, happy hour beer. Uh, and free beer, free beer and happy hour beer. Free beer. 
I get free beer all the time, so it's not a big deal to me. But I'm sure mostly people are going to say free beer. Yeah. Don't you think? I'm one of them. All right, let's go with free beer. Free beer. Yep. Free beer. That's yep. an free upset. Beer. All right. After a win beer, that's after Ooh. a victory of any kind. And shower beer. What about you, creep? What in the hell? Shower beer. That, that's that's beer in the shower. That's a college thing. Yeah, you've never had a shower beer? It's not a college thing. I've never had a shower beer. That is it's, tough. It's life-changing, honestly. Okay, well, anyway. It's life-changing, honestly. After a win beer. Let's go win beer. No, Wins shower that bracket. beer. Oh, that All right, the hard. final bracket in the first round. Shower first beer. nice day beer. So, like, the first day of spring, first day of 80-degree weather. That's a Yankee thing. Hangover Fuck cure that. beer. <laughs> Hangover the cure beer. The, the hangover, hangover cure beer. Hangover versus, beer. Yeah. yeah. The L- dog listen to his rationalization. Because that basically means we're just starting over. Today is another party. Right? Because that hangover beer leads to another 12 or so. <laughs> so that's why yep. the actual drinking of a beer fixes the hangover. You right? never tried that? I, I've tried it. It's just never worked for well, me. Well, you got to drink more than one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. To get drunk again. Round two. <laughs> beach beer and free beer. I'm going with the beach beer. I don't think that I will be... Uh, yeah, this is the final four, by the way. Yeah. Beach beer versus free beer. Where are you going? Free I'm going beer. beach. I am too. Beach beach free boat beer. beer beats the free beer i mean i love free beer who doesn't but sometimes you know free beer is on the boat that's right um the second bracket of the final four the after a win beer versus the hangover cure beer i'm going with the uh, well, after they, a win so this beer. would be shower beer well, for us. Well, I shower, had, uh, yeah. first nice day beer as making it to the shower semis, beer. But then uh, we're back to being similar because after a win beer would be yeah. better. So, yeah. As much as I love the hangover beer because, for me, that signals that we're going to drink all day. <laughs> the win beer is a good damn beer. Congratulations on pronouncing signal right. That was impressive. And I get that one. I, I would have well, lost that bad. Don't, don't be excited the next time I say it. Um all right, so All right, we have the same championship. Championship here. round. Beach boat beer versus after a wind beer. Beach boat beer after a wind beer. Beach mm, boat. That's a tough one. Is that your final two? My, so well, I was like, beer, Mike, shower I had beer. The, uh, the first nice day beer moving on. Yeah, but what's your final two? My final two is beach beer versus after uh, uh, first nice day beer. First nice day. Yeah. yeah. All right. That. First nice day. And, and, Andrew, did you? Uh, I'll be Living honest, I just turned 21, place. so I haven't been to a beach <laughs> to drink Christ. beer yet. I, oh, I need to go on a trip. That's that's a turning 21 beer. should have, yeah. Oh, that's, that's kind a good of one. A, that's a good one. After a win beer. That's my after a It tastes a lot better before 21. I don't know that, um, you know, I think my turning 21 beer would probably be my least favorite. Because it was probably my least favorite beer I've ever drank. Not a chance it was the <laughs> I, first one. Yeah. The first beer you drink is your least favorite beer yeah. ever. Yeah. They all get better from that moment on. Yeah. I don't know. The Ken Schrader story, the weak, the weak story with Ken Schrader, Look, it sounded like you enjoyed those beers that I day. I did drink a lot of beer, but I forced the first, first handful of them down. I got you. You know, when you're young, beer tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody, I don't. There ain't many people that drink their first beer and go, hell yeah, yeah. This is amazing. I didn't want what a recipe. <laughs> what I'm, recipe. Just, I'm just coming around to it. Yeah. So, oh, so you don't even drink beer? No, now, now, now I'm starting okay. to get the taste for it. It takes a while, but dude, once yeah. you lock in, it's weird. Once yeah. you lock mm-hmm. in, you're like, you know, these are good. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a bad lineup. And the freedom that comes with it. I mean, I thought that was a fucking brilliant, like, yeah. 
What, what, I mean, beat the fuck out of the basketball bracket. I can't even tell you who's in the fucking tournament. Florida Atlantic's in the final Just eight, sports. I think. Really? Yeah. Um, Go Owls. Owls. Woo-hoo. So, uh, <laughs> you know, out of all those, I would say that uh, I, I would have probably, on my bracket, I would have been pushing the boat yeah. beer all the way through. That would have been my number one, I, I'm pretty sure. But that's probably because I've associate boat beers with that little skiff out here, and there's a lot of fucking memories that have happened here with a boat beer. Yeah, but um, usually when when I have a shower beer, it's after one of those days too, where it's like, fuck, that yeah, was a, a shower good beer is usually day. a wind beer. Yeah, if I'm see, feeling good enough, see, to I've crack never, a beer. I've, but I've never really gotten into the whole shower beer thing. Now I have had plenty of shower beers, but not like. Oh, it's not. It's not habitual. No, so, but. nobody's saying. Nobody's saying you're drunk, Mark. Every shower, Mark. Mark's cracking a coldie. Every day's a win. My, gotta go take a shower. My shower beers are more after like I get my ass kicked in the day. So like a purdle job. That's like fuck this. Oh, I thought you were getting you, beat up. Like tell no, me this guy that is, doesn't but. happen. I'm a pretty big dude. Um, Who's hurting you? But like you have a rough day at work, and you're like, you just you take that first sip, and you're like, Ugh. you know, I would have to say most shower beers that I've had is like just kind of a it, it's just part of a bigger day where mm-hmm. I've already been drinking, and it's like we're getting ready to go to the show. And it's like, okay, I need to catch a shower, freshen up, get, you know, changed because we're getting ready to head out the door and uh, get an Uber, you know, because we, we never we never were, like, doing anything, you know, that we shouldn't have done. So it's like, hey, you know, grab yourself a beer, drink the beer while you're in the shower because, you know, you just don't want the, – the party does not have to stop because you need to take a shower. Right. Um but, uh, you know, still, uh, the boat beer would have won the whole fucking tournament for me. Because, I mean, I can tell you a million and fucking one stories of, like, imprinted on my brain stories of beers out here on the lagoon. Um, from drinking way too fucking much because of who I went with. That's like handing you a beer at 8 a.m. And then like by 10 a.m. you've had like eight. (laughs) Or being with somebody where you've just been polling and just it's getting hot. And you're Mm -hmm. finally like, you know what? Let's pull over here. There's like a little sliver of shade coming off the fucking shoreline from that fucking tree. And you pull out like. Too cold ice fucking cold. beer. I mean, just ice fucking cold. And maybe it's a new beer that you haven't tried. Um, I remember Dr. Chris and I pulled off and drank two of those fucking Key Billy beers. Oh, yeah. The fucking Key Lime beers. God almighty. It was like fucking nectar, you know? <laughs> just <laughs> on a hot day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> manna from heaven. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, that's the the boat beer is going to fucking win for me. Um, okay, so 
Hunter's dad. Yeah. Big Dave. Big Dave and I. It was Fourth of July weekend. Um, I think it was probably pre fourth, like the actual fourth hadn't happened. Like the third. Yeah, second or third. Yeah. Maybe the fourth was a Monday or whatever. Right. Um, I still had my Cape Horn um, bay boat. Oh, I thought you uh, said. What? <laughs> what? I thought oh, you said late. something yeah. else. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know what you. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> we launched out of Port Canaveral, <laughs> and we were going to. This is back in my fucking dirty days. We were going to slow troll um, live baits down the beach for like kingfish. Nice. And we break out of Port Canaveral and we're, you know, mile offshore. It's fucking July, fucking hot as hell. The kingfish are in tight on the beach. And we had fucking a cooler full of Modelo. Oh, boy. Fucking the ultimate boat beer. Yep. Why is Modelo the ultimate boat beer? Bottle shape. The bottle shape. Motherfucker won't tip over. So. God, the stubby bottles are so nice. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Well, we made it mm, somewhere just south of, like, the steeple there in Cocoa. Cocoa Beach. And damn it, if we must not have been really fucking thirsty because we had already fucking hit the bottom of the cooler. And we probably had no business needing or wanting any more beer, but we needed more beer. It was just that fuck. It was like Africa fucking hot. So what do you do when you're in the fucking Atlantic Ocean and your fucking beer runs out? Well, if you're with Dave Smallback, you say, hey, there should be a BP gas station like just past the steeples over there, just just past the church on, on A1A. So if you'll fucking bring the boat in right behind the breakers, I'll swim to the beach and go get us another case of beer, and I'll be right back. And that's what we did. And Dave fucking jumped in, fucking... Swam in. Next thing you know, ten minutes later, he comes back across the. You know, again, boat beer. Like it's fucking memories that like yeah. they're fucking nothing better. And see, you picked up on something that I didn't even think about. Like a campfire beer. Campfire beer is pretty fucking good. But you're right. If you got a campfire, it's probably cold out. Mm-hmm. So. I think the the first beer on a fishing day is always kind of up there too. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's for a good reason you caught a fish, or for a bad reason, like you're saying, it's just Africa hot out. You need that little up? little break, little change of pace. Sometimes the first beer on a fishing day is just a fucking changed up the juju. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. shit ain't working. You know, it's like. All right, well, let's have a beer. That's that's one step before switch, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You don't have the luck today. That's right. Yeah. Step on back here. Uh-huh. Yep. So, 
anyway, when I when I watched that, I was like, man, I got to share this with you guys. And I thought it would be more fun to share it here and talk about it than to text back and forth and just share yeah. the video. I'd like to hear any bracket items people think we missed because I think that. Yeah, what are some of the other Trout beers? weenies don't even fucking send bridge beers. That doesn't count. Yeah. Mark's thinking. I don't know, though. I've had some bank beers that were pretty good, too. On the bank of a river. I've had some bank beers, too. I would put that in the same category as boat beers, though. Boat beer, beer, Yeah, because yeah, like, I, I could tell you the, the beers we had on that two-week float in Alaska where those fucking those guys, the oil guys, came yeah. down like that were provisioned and had fucking kegs. Again, here we are on a boat in the middle of fucking nowhere, and out of the blue bunch of rich fucking oil dudes come down with fucking kegs of beer and they're like yeah come over hang out and we're like fucking just because we've been on the river for a week with nothing other than a little bit of whiskey you know so there's a boat there's always a boat involved always you're thinking awful mark is like there's like fucking smoke about to start coming out I am. <laughs> First lay beer? <laughs> that was a thing. Started drinking really young. It's kind of sad. Same. First, <laughs> first roadie. First yeah, road, road soda. Yeah. yeah, first roadie. I think that would be... That's a milestone beer. Right. Airport beer. Now, there is something to be said about a fucking airport, yeah, airport bar beer. Yeah. Six a.m. Yeah. Or, or, or even like the first time you like actually have a beer on the plane. Oh, you know, yeah. you're yeah. like, holy shit! I am riding a fucking magic carpet at 550 miles an hour, <laughs> fucking five miles up in the fucking above the earth. Sipping on a fucking beer. The world is my oyster. The world is my <laughs> oyster. <laughs> I mean, how, you know, even if you're flying fucking Allegiant, you know, <laughs> you can have a beer and fucking shit gets real simple again. You need a beer. Yeah, you're like, oh. you got that Keystone. All right, well, uh, I guess if uh, we've run out of shit to talk about, which is kind of crazy. Um, you know, because there's some people that think that all we are is a bunch of shit talkers. That we just, yeah. it's endless with us. Listen, we can keep talking shit, but we're going to be nice this episode. Yeah. Lady haters. <sighs> Damn, lady boy. All right, let me go back through <laughs> That's here. That's not the same thing. One more time and see if we miss anything. Nope, nope. Oh, Korea. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> mm, you know why they call it Bangkok? <laughs> That's in Thailand. <laughs> I know. All right. I think we've uh, achieved all that we had set out to achieve. Um, well, I guess uh, April 15th, be there. Yeah, that's what I was going to leave us on is uh, well, actually, his latest single. Okay. Uh, April 15th. <laughs> but before that. Film tour. Before, oh. Oh, Yeah. So let's run down the calendar real quick. Run down the calendar. 
the uh, yeah, whatever. The the <laughs> next the next thing is it's late. Old Go City. support the boys at Old City yep. on the 8th. Uh, we'll be cruising through. Yep. Um, and then uh, the 15th, we're going to do a little bit of tailgating, a little bit of raffle ticket <laughs> drawing, and a whole bunch of fly fishing film tour. I'll obviously be in the wrong place. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I need to open the computer back up so I can do this. Uh, da, 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 da. Trying to remember my fucking password. <laughs> there we go. Careful, careful. What button? <laughs> um, and then. Uh, what, what is this asking? Oh shit! <laughs> left, but here we are. Um, we'll see what happened when we. You if guys it could, was the last time we had this echo, it was during Mark's story. No, no, no. We were, at, we were at three hours and 46 minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. No, that's so, pretty good. That's, uh, yeah, that's sure. actually pretty close. You have to do yeah. a 90.1. So, I, I don't know what happened. I got a new computer, for those of you guys that don't know. And how would you have known? I just told you. Um, do we even know what to go back to? No, I, and we're not going to. <laughs> we're just not going to. Uh, it, you probably missed out on some uh, Dale Jr. Uh, beer bracket stuff. Had nonsense. to be here. You'd have had to be here. Um, hey, uh, it's all echoey now, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn our microphones off. And as I'm doing that, uh, we're going to be Can out of here. See you guys soon. <laughs> I do, and then I wake up and it's like actually plastered on there. asking me whether it wanted to use the microphone on my iPhone. Oh, it might have been when you played the when Dale, you play, Dale video. Yep. Ah, so we probably don't even hear any of that. <laughs> we, they probably hear the whole Dale thing, but they don't hear our commentary. I'll bet you. Oh, well. Go back and listen to it. Well, I'm going to once this is played out. Oh. Yeah, we need to have the. I'm gonna stop it, and I'm gonna shoot you a video, and uh, we're gonna play um, Hughes' joke as the, uh, <laughs> oh, the postscript. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> it's been a while. 
fucking the end of this up, aren't we? Next month we'll do better. Cross that Put on your because you need to hear this joke when it's going over. bonus round um we're gonna bring you up to camp with us up by the swanee river um sorry about the last little bit of the show it was kind of a shit show on our end but uh hey we're recording in a double wide what the fuck do you want so uh you're at the cabin with us on sunday morning the lord's day and mr hugh hunter has come in and uh he's apologized in advance if you're Catholic, so we're going to do the same. And uh, this joke is based on the premise that a busload of nuns has gone over a cliff and they've all died, and they are now standing at the pearly gates, waiting entrance, talking to St. Peter. And had them up there in front of St. Peter, you know, wanting to get into heaven. First nun steps up there, he grabs her file, he looks through it. He says, Sister, said, you've been a mighty faithful and dedicated servant. He says, I don't see any reason that you shouldn't be able to enter the pearly gates. He said, i got to ask you one question before you come in. She says, what's that, son of Peter? He said, have you ever touched a penis? <laughs> she said, one time with the tip of my finger on my little finger on my right hand. He said, you see that holy water over there? She said, yeah. He said, stick your finger in there and swirl it around and cleanse it. She did. He says, come on, welcome into heaven. Second nun stepped up there. He pulled her file, you know, and he looked through it. He said, sister said, you've been a mighty faithful and dedicated servant also. He says, I don't see any reason that you shouldn't be able to come into the kingdom of heaven. But says, I've got to ask you the same question. He said, have you ever touched a penis? 
Yes, sir. She said, yes, sir. I said, I grabbed one one time with my right hand. <laughs> he said, take your hand and stick it over in honey water and swirl it around. She cleanse it. So she did. She said, come on in. He heard some commotion back at the back of the line. So he said, ain't no need y'all get no hurry now. So we got plenty of time. Says, just be patient. One old gal spoke up and she said, well, says, I just need to get ahead of Sister Marie because I got the gargle in it and says, she got to wash her ass in it.